Hi guys, this is Mike Sass from Gen Con 2016. I'm an artist for Hearthstone, Bioware, and Magic, and you're listening to Seven Land Hand. It's Seven Land Hand! Brought to you by Good Games. People say Azoni has a thousand eyes, but she only spells it with two. Others say the storm has lasted a thousand years, but it just feels that way because they got to rug up. Ah, Ravnica, where vaping is mephitic, raisins are no longer indirect, and the wee dragonauts have left their fiber-rich cousins, the poopy dragonauts, far behind them. When cracking packs for money, the value is all in the land. Equally shocking, this is Seven Land Hand. It's autumn in Ravnica, but here in Australia, the only fallen leaves are those knocked out of recent tournaments. <laughs> Joining me today, I have Aaron. I'm the XX store champion, Graham. That's, that's me. That's you, right? Oh, wait a minute. Show's taken a turn for the better. It's uh, Zachary. I'm the current state champion and uh, store champion, Seau. Yeah, hey, what's up? <laughs> Welcome. Grabbing got, all of the awards out of your Western hands, We've got Western Australian... Good Games Royalty in the room with us. Yes, we do. Uh, the, the store championship achievers. that I won yeah. at the end of... 20... 20 1997? Way too long ago. 1997? 1998. 1993. <laughs> Gen Con. Magic yeah. the Gathering's just come out. I win the store championship. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, when, when I won that, that wasn't the Good Games one. It was just the regular, yeah, just the regular Magic. Regular Magic I got a yeah. excellent play, Matt. Anyway, enough about me. Mm. Um, uh, you won the state championships. Zachary. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Amazing. Well, congratulations on that, Zach. Uh, Aaron wasn't a worthy winner or a holder of it. He was very responsible with the trophy. That's why we don't use that trophy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, gentlemen, uh, what have been happening in your respective worlds of geek this month? Week or in your life, Zach? I just found out about your cool job, Zach. Yeah? Yeah. I'm still intrigued. I just want to ask more questions, but everyone else on the uh, the podcast doesn't have all the context of... uh, Food technician. Food technologist. 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 He makes recipes. People say, hey, I need you to to reverse engineer a brownie that Woolworths make. It's so good. (laughs) But I know that the copyright law says you can only copy 90% of it. Can you do it? And Zach goes... Yeah, I'll do it. Last time I <laughs> reverse give me, give me Last time I reverse engineered a brownie, I was constipated and I had hiccups. <laughs> oh, I had hiccups at the same time. I, I, oh, sucked no. it, I sucked it back inside of me and it was a little bit colder than what it was when oh, I Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what inhaled happens. it. That's what happened. That sort of cough and lurching. That's what happened when Zach does a bad brownie. Uh, <laughs> that's what I've heard. Mm, that's what I've no, heard as well. Brownie jokes. Oh, come on, Zach. Let's get off the brownie jokes. What, what have you been up to, man? Tell oh us. God, uh, not much really. Uh, not since uh, coming back from PAX uh, uh, for the nationals. Um, yeah. I mean, like like going to PAX, like you know, just exposed me to a whole bunch of uh, different games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you see anything exciting? Did you play any of the demos, like Battlefield Five? I played stuff? a few things. Oh yeah, cool. Did you yeah. bonk anybody? No. Bonk, Bonk was a big game. Bonk was a big one of the board games yeah. uh, that they had on display there. Bonk? Yeah. I thought it was something else. Just like, yes? I've bonked people? I don't know. Yeah, Aaron, well, I've been telling everyone, Aaron and I were bonking like crazy on the PAX showroom floor. Yeah. They, they had a booth and they said, you guys can just bonk right here if you want. And we're like, hey, yeah. we'll, we'll bonk because no one else is bonking. There's a woman sitting down ready to bonk. And she started and to watch. And we said, we, we yeah. said, oh, do you want to bonk? And she goes, no, I'll just watch you two. And we're like, all right, we'll all do right. it. Here we go. And, so and we, we had a great time. We had the a great three time. of us were all yeah. laughing away there. Yeah. 
Good oh times, my God. good times. There's a, there's, a, there's a board game called Bunk. <laughs> <laughs> where you roll marbles down little ramps, but they have to... What? They have to know. Marbles? Oh, anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your marbles. Were, they were there. Like, when, yeah. when we got the game nuts so fast... Right. And that came into the store the first time, we were like, oh my God, this is so funny, because nut in... Yeah, in, yeah. Yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. On the internet. Yeah. That's how people say... Testicles. Um, no, no, no. To, to, oh, to oh, bust the nut. Bust yeah, bust the nut. <laughs> so um, that came into the store and I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I was like, hey, do you want to play this game with me? And he's like, I already played that today. <laughs> <laughs> very, very funny. Uh, looked on Board Game Geek. On Board Game Geek, the designers on there being like, it was not intentional. We didn't know of that meeting. It was just like to say not so fast, but you're grabbing nuts, like walnuts and stuff. That's Sorry. So and everyone's fun. like, you are Surely disgusting. Surely no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> not a kid's game. Not a kid's game. Yeah. I mean, I'm, st- I'm still trapped in Fortnite. I keep trying to get out of that. And I, I, I don't want to be in there anymore. Don't you have I a big axe to, to break out of it with? Well, I know my Xbox seems to be destroying itself. I oh, think that will probably help it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't really, you know, divulged beyond beyond that as far as e games concerned. Have you mm. had any uh, adventures with the fruit? The fruit? You know, some sort of fruity bonkers game that you would play on the Twitch. Oh, right on the Twitch. On the uh, Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I actually re-downloaded Diablo, uh, which has just been re-released on the Switch, yeah. and uh, this is a very grindy game where you control a little character and you level them up and your gear gets slightly 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 better it's really a game of watching numbers increase you're like when you start out you're doing 12 oh, like damage having a calculator yeah and you just keep going oh it's so plus, good plus 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 you plus. click on a monster and it explodes and you get some gold and you use the gold to buy equipment and then you get slightly better at smashing future monsters to get gold and you level up and um the end game is like grinding percentage points of your gear getting slightly better so that you can do seconds better in these time things called rifts mm. um it is so incredibly addictive because it has these very clear goals that you're just hitting 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 and it's just so satisfying and the best travel and plane game because you can just just bash some stuff turn it off and the, the worst thing about playing it on pc for, for the last however many years it's been out uh was when you are halfway through doing like a bunch of bounties or something like a quest you have to finish it in that session, mm. or the next time you quit and come back to it, you have to start over yeah. again. On the on the Switch, because of the way the menus and the game loading works, you can just like push home, leave it for a week, come back to it. You've already done half the stuff. Oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> I'm loving it. It's good no. times. I mean, it's better than the uh, the word the word anagram game that you play on the plane. That's a shout out to oh, Tamlin yeah. and Lawrence, by the way. Thank and um, and, no. our, and our d- just recently deceased friend. <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't last long. No, that didn't last very long either. <laughs> oh, we, no. we made friends. We made three friends on the plane. Two of them we still know. Yeah. That's not a bad outcome. Absolutely. 66%. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making two friends. Out of three when you're playing word games on the plane. We're telling Zach he'd have to do some singing on the show. <laughs> yeah. So we're just getting him warmed up. Here oh, we go. God. Mm. Uh, uh, anything else? Have you seen? I've, I've, got, I've got news. I always started watching Sons of Anarchy, you know, like years, years and years too late. Maybe uh, about season three. My wife turns to me and she says, this show is very much like a daytime soap. And it, since that point, it has been nothing <laughs> like, it has been exactly like a daytime soap. Daytime bikey, bikey soap. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's just been terrible. I've, uh, it's like you slept with my brother. Yeah, I it, am your brother. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly that. It's like, hey man, I really need to do this thing, and I really like to tell someone, but I can't. And then someone else on an, another scene goes, I really don't want him to do that thing. I really hope he doesn't tell that dude. And then you're all like, oh, is he going to tell him? Is he not going to tell him? And it's just, it's all under this this veneer of it being a, I don't know what the difference with biker and bikey is. One of them is like the one percenters that are above the law, outlaw oh, yeah. style. Mm. And the others are just fat dudes that um, like wearing leather and riding oh, I thought, push bikes. Oh, um, And then and then they just go, oh, I'm just going to borrow all the, all the, you know, the, 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 infamy that those dudes have and they're so one of them's bikeys one of them's bikers these uh, this is sons of anarchy are like a, a hardcore bunch yeah bike by, by keys right maybe biker biker yeah i think bikeys bikeys bikers. do you know bikeys i'm pretty sure bikeys are like the hardcore ones aren't they yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. and the guns and yeah and stuff yeah. yeah yeah and they have and it's like they have the show say for 50 minutes long and what they do is they have um you, you can see it in the writer's room. You can reverse engineer how the writing's gone. <laughs> like a recipe that Zach has made. Exactly. <laughs> and they've got to they go, oh, I've got 42 minutes. I've got 42 minutes. Well, there's nothing else we can cram into this. I'll go, oh, I've got eight minutes to kill. Musical montage. Katie Seagal, who was in the show. Mm-hmm. You know Katie Seagal? You yeah. Know, from, yeah. yeah. Uh, she'll go she off does the sing. voice of Leela in Fu- yeah. Futurama. Married with children, mum, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. They send her off. She records a song. And then they bring those vocals back, the, the song, and they just play that for eight minutes and just show what all the characters are doing in their own little area of charming. And it's, it's so what? garbage. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sounds made up. It's not. That's exactly that's that's what, what happens. they do. They Every do. episode? Yeah. And the, and the, and the, bikey, the bikeys, they're, they're, they're crying all the time. I don't think that happens in bikeys. No. I think that happens. They, you have to be they completely that. dead inside, yeah. right, mm. to do all the stuff. To shoot a guy with a sawn-off shotgun and then, like, make speed in his skull. They, they You've got to be pretty, pretty hollow, yeah. Hilarious right. porn. This is a... What? They're in a bike bike like a bike workshop or like they're all mechanics right and that's where they work out or that's where the compound is but all of the porn that they have hung, hanging up because of everything you know because they're shooting people and stabbing people in the eyes and doing really gross <laughs> stuff you know that the, the the classification has just gone right up to the limit and they've gone right well in this world be just nude people everywhere and they go oh no you can't have that and they go all right let's t- let's take that back because we need the violence and so all like they've got all these pictures up on the wall but it's just like half-dressed women in like bathers and stuff or just sure. a, a woman's leg and you're going this is totally unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> but then this this is the thing <clears throat> that kills me right there's a character called juice mm-hmm. and i think if uh, fiona looks my wife looks looks like his uh, his sister like she was doing all these weird squints the other day to pretend to be like juice this character from yeah. sons of anarchy it looks exactly like him <laughs> i'll keep looking at her going i'm married to juice i'm married to a female juice <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> jesus yeah so that's what's been happening in my world yeah i made some notes yeah, yeah. um before we go on to listener questions yeah um you pointed out They're some of our, ask some questions you pointed out some of our achievements yeah. i've been the store champion <laughs> Zach's been the store and the state champion, That's going right. to represent his state at the Good Games Magic Championship. What's your claim to fame? Me? Dr. David. Yeah. Oh. Hmm? Uh, I once touched a black lotus. Uh, what? Yeah. When did you do that? Yeah. You impressed Zach? <laughs> Maybe. Have you, touched a, have you touched a black lotus? Yeah. Oh, like a Chinese proxy, but... No. Oh, no, it doesn't count. This is the yeah. real thing, man. 2010, Phantom Black Lotus Avora. 
beautiful headlights. It was fascinating. It was like parked outside. I think it was the Hyatt in London. Uh, was, uh, lovely, uh, a lovely, lovely Very nice. Thing. Not that bashed up one that we saw in, in, in Sydney. Sydney. No, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> no, I, I didn't want to touch that one because I thought I might catch something. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> uh, Scudgy Black very... Lotus, $8,000 as opposed to $10,000. Okay, sure. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good... It was a good fun scene at Black Lotus. So just that's nice. Being, so. Yeah, the oh, was it was revised. Uh, no, it's unlimited. It was unlimited. the last time they printed them. Yeah, oh, okay. bashed up thing. <sighs> okay, so if it, is that it? We were dry on Geek, Weekly Geek News. Um, Weekly Geek News. Is that it? Uh, I've been playing a few board games uh, and, and stuff, but we don't we don't usually talk about that on the Magic. No, ones. I've been playing the board game for the board game of the month, Detective. How were you enjoying it? Uh, it was very good fun. Yeah, yeah, we really pushed on. Like we were tired, and we. But we, still, we, it's one of those ones you really want we to... We went on for another hour mm. to make sure we'd finished case one. Yeah. Um, I'm in training to pronounce the people who uh, designed the game. Or was it Ig- Ignacy Trevishek? 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Pol- Polish. And it sounds like, Czech I think it's Trevor, yeah. And then there's two people that helped him write it, which mm. just forget about <laughs> it. They're not getting a mention on the podcast. <laughs> but it's very good. And, you know, and you get worried when you're thinking, all right, it's Polish, uh, design is everything. And we've played a few games where the English has been a bit rocky and it's mm. not been great, especially on these uh, you know, heavily narrative-driven uh, mm-hmm. games. So, but no, this is going to be good. I think we're going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was, I was very excited to play it. Um, yeah, yeah. You should jump in if you get the chance. Come, come along and do a case with us. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. It's got an overarching story. Which, oh, yeah. Legacy element, and it's cool, and it doesn't punish you. Like we got, I think we got seventy five percent for case one. Mm. So you feel happy with That's that? That's not bad. I wouldn't get all the clues. You found seventy five percent of the murderer. Yeah, most of him. <laughs> most of him. Yeah. yeah. All but his legs. Yeah. Um, oh. So we, we push on. Let's let's go see what the listeners have been asked. I think there's quite a lot of listener questions yeah. this week, so we'll save a bit of time in week. Lay week. them upon the state champion. And most of them, yeah, most of them are directed at Zach. So we get to do mm-hmm. sweet FA and just read them at Zach, and he can talk, talk us through it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, so <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> listener questions here. Oh, listener questions. Uh, here we, here That's we the best are. it's ever sounded. Zach really put right. a three-part yeah. harmony there. Yeah, that, that was, was nice. great. Yeah. I liked it. It was a good. It was like the, it was like a like a like a, a, a like a bass, just like a yeah, really low like bassy cloud of and bees a little bit of finger snapping coming over the horizon as listener questions approached. You thought <laughs> yeah. is that a cloud of bees or are they uh, listener questions? Ow! 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 Bees. There were listener questions. No, there was there listener questions. They sting. Ooh. All right, Rob Grimsbot, he's back on back in town with there a really toughie. This is a good one. I like this one. He's getting a lot of love for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of thumbs up, laughs, and and loves. <laughs> Five of. All right, Rob asks if you had to cosplay as any card from Guilds of Ravnica for a GP, which would it be? Got any ideas, guys? I, I've, I can tee you off with what I've got if you need time to think. The the two that immediately jump to mind are. Mm. The guy who is not on any of the cards, but is on the Demir poster doing the like the finger to his lips, like shh, like motion. He's like, that's very specific. I've never yeah. seen that. Would you just walk around with your mouth, finger in yeah. your mouth all the time? Yeah. <laughs> who am I? Guess. And, uh, <laughs> guess. <laughs> and then I just put my finger on their lips, and I go. <laughs> no, you'd have you'd have you'd have one for your lips <clears throat> and one for theirs, and it would be that would be clean. Yeah. And you would just push it up, and then you would alcohol swab it down, and then, <laughs> and then the do it again. Person. Yeah. <laughs> I tried some uh, 
this is a slightly off topic. I tried some in ear like earphones with the head the neurophone. Right. Really, really deluxe headphones, five hundred bucks a pop. I right. did a demo and even before I put them on, I was like, oh, this is rank if other people have been also trying this. <laughs> oh. And as soon as I took it off, the guy's like looking at it. Wanting to wipe it down, but yeah. wanting to talk to me about the product. And as soon as I left, he's like, gets out an alcohol wipe, and he has to like wipe every single like earbud. Like oh, as soon as I put it in his ears, yeah, you yeah, go a bit OCD. Doing that the sound stuff. was yeah. excellent, though. So. Did you get them? Five hundred bucks. Like They're I don't five hundred dollars now. Aren't I they? think it's not five hundred dollars more worth. Yeah. More than the current ones that I have, and so maybe when these ones die, I'll get. I my Doctor Beats ones are good, and I, I got them duty free, and I still mm-hmm. think they cost like four hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. But the the cable that was that plugs into them that goes into your device didn't even work. I had to go get another cable oh, but because I got like it duty free. I was like about half a world oh, away from where I picked it up. <laughs> Fuckers. Um, what was the, what was the question? If you had a cosplay as any card from Gills of Ravnica, you see, he did say card, not Gills of Ravnica poster. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which would it be? Uh, Zach, have you got... We Dragon also would be pretty fun to do. That would oh, yeah, be good. Be yeah, you could yeah. grab a little, friend. Little yeah. gog- big goggles on their, yeah. on their eyes. Yeah. And, and you'd yeah. be able to run around with like a little kite behind you. Yeah, exactly. And if you ran fast enough, it would just pick up. And yeah. like a little circular thing. That'd be <laughs> I cool. like that, yeah, and great. Need, and you need a mate of yours to dress up exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, easy. Great bonding experience as well. Yeah. Um, I'd just be Aurelia, so I get to wear a sexy like boob corset. Oh, yeah. Metal boob corset, I do. I'm wearing one right now. Uh, in my research, I thought uh, there's only one person that I could go for because it's on theme with everything else we've talked about is Lotleth Giant. <laughs> Channel always, troll. I just want to be the abomination in a in a zombie apocalypse. Lotleth Giant. Yeah, that's my lifetime achievement. Uh, looking for. I'm that. pretty sure Channel Troll has a dope mo- mohawk. Yeah, he's got a mohawk so and everything. That, yeah, I should have hair. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, I've got two more. I was thinking oh, I could go as Jonathan Ross and therefore whispering snitch. <laughs> Look at the card if you if you have any jo- doubts. Jo- oh, oh, whispering oh, snitch. How Looks he exactly talks. like Jonathan, Jonathan Ross, Ross. Uh, a very um, pale, skinny Ravdikin Jonathan Ross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I would just go as steam vents and fart all the time. That that's, works. That's what we call <laughs> your butt. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what steam that's what happens. Give me some nicknames. Um, all right, uh, Kyle Caffin Parsons. Mm. What's your favorite and least favorite card in standard right now? And what are your thoughts on cheaters in the current state of MTG? Two questions, and he's pulled a cheeky face. It's kind of second three. One. It's kind of three questions. It, right? Yeah, I'd oh, say yeah. it's a three-part question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So part one, guys, what's your favorite, 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 favorite card in standard right now? Do you have one, Aaron? I think that Crackling Drake is so Ooh. fun. Yeah. I just like it's You're so playing sick. That. You're playing yeah, it yeah. The other day. Playing yeah, it in Mag- playing it in Magic Arena. Play in limited in in Guild of Ravnica. It's like it's such a sick payoff and i never liked enigma drake because it felt like too many hoops to jump through but the fact that this is like you draw the card yeah, yeah. it gets the buff for stuff in exile so you don't have to like worry you about have to it play around with your graveyard it's such a yeah. cool thing i had i had a game on magic arena this morning just before i left the house and um i killed built my entire game plan around only being able to kill this guy with two hits from crackling drake <laughs> and he went Banefire you for seven, like uncounterable. And I was like, I'll revitalize in response and kill you with my crackling <laughs> drink. I was like, woo! Like, yeah. It's so sick. Like, um, 
So I was, I was ha- such I always a big ha- had stick. problems with Enigma Drake in. I've never playing... liked it before. Now yeah, I, was, I would play against that <coughs> on um, oh, what was it? The one before Jules, uh, Jules, yeah. yeah. and that would always come out. And I'd have pro- for some reason I had problems with it, even though it's just kind of you remove it. Mm. I didn't have any, but it was in the in the Jules meta. It was kind of tough, it, it to, tough somehow, to it, yeah. yeah. And so I was always losing against. Oh, I'd hate it as soon as I see them come out. It's like oh, I've got to bounce. I get rid of it as soon as possible. Mm. So it was tricky for me in that in that scenario. But then yeah, Cracklin Drake's come out and it's got more win on it. More stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, I can see that. My other favorite thing to do with it out is cast Deafening Clarion. Kill two of their things. Your crackling Drake on a six, I guess, like life link, and you just like win in one yeah. sweet, sweet hit. Vegan pure is it now? Yeah, I'm sensing a horrible is it. No, Clarion's um, right. red, red, white, red, white, yeah, yeah, yeah. red, white, uh, the, the just guy Drake deck. Yeah, mm. so good. No. Zach, favorite card going at the moment? Favorite card actually is a red blue card as well. Actually, like hypothesis all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's it's in standard. Not in standard, but oh. just as like a card in general. I think it's such a sick card. Yeah, I mean, the reflexive triggers super weird as well. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you draw two cards and you're like, I'll keep these, and they go, <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> has to have been better than a removal spell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean like j- just the name itself like drew me to it. Honestly, yeah. like, I, <laughs> I, I opened up. I, I think I opened like as a uh, guilt uh, during pre-release. Had like mm. three of those. And I was like, I'm going to play at least three of these. Mm. And they worked. Like, the card's great. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. Now, we'll be doing hot garbage later on, so maybe save something up your sleeve. But uh, oh, what's, yeah. what's the least favorite card in stand right now? It could be something that you don't enjoy playing, but it could also be something that you hate seeing, which is probably more likely, because if you hate playing it, you just don't play it. I'm going to start off by saying Walker of Walker. Yeah. I hate that card with so a passion. Good. That card is... Hard. Is that to the Selesnia, the big thing? That's the it's the one the three explore payoff. It's a one three. Every time no, you exploit, no, no. gain three life and put a counter on it. Yeah. Okay. It just gets out of control, and you're like, stop. Oh, get, uh, oh. Yeah. Every card's got explorer on it. Uh, yep. <laughs> like, if you can't deal with it the moment it comes down, that's pretty much it for you. Yeah. Like mm. it's it's hard to claw back from that. Like mm. I mean, like it's a good card. I just don't like seeing it. Yeah. At all. My least favorite card at the moment is Carnage Tyrant because I'm playing Jeskai Control and I already have one way to deal with it. Can, Can I my... change my answer? Though I do have a lot of answers because I'm playing a version. There's I'm I've literally just been only jamming standard on Arena and draft in in real life, uh, and so Arena standard. I'm playing expand a lot of expansion explosion and deafening yep. clarion, and people are like carnage tyrant you can't deal with this and i'm just like yeah whatever like definitely clarion copy it with expansion yeah, 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 wipe yeah. your whole board and they're like oh dear um, but if i d- if you don't have the answer for it it's so annoying that you can't yeah, exactly kill the damn thing what like- your, what's your favorite card in standard I only have I, I, I only, I'm, my role on this podcast is ask questions and to moan. So I'm <laughs> I'm still just down on Assassin's Trophy because everyone wanted it and I hated just Golgari. I was sick. Of, I, mean, I think that's sick of Golgari. Yeah. I was just sick of Golgari because it became like this weird little thing that everybody wanted to do. And yeah, I don't know. We've talked about this endlessly. <laughs> I mean, going yeah. back to the Carnage Tyrant thing, I find it funny how like a fifty cent junk rare become like Star of Extinction became like the main way to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, know, like, right. It, we we had that at the um, at the GGMC. We we're like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. Oh, it's actually pretty. See, that's great. What yeah. I, love, I love it when like um, you know the the underdog comes up in, in yeah Magic. exactly and, yeah. And I think across this whole set is what I've enjoyed. Just to, it's not this card in particular. It's finally we always joke on here. I'm always looking for that perfect you know uh, scenario one, where you can play the one, card one. Yeah. i was looking for a one mana one one that's actually of some use i'm always pitching these things for like fairy miscreant come on man he's fun you know <laughs> let me get a whole squadron of them yeah that'd be great we're going to battle with all these fairies and uh it's always garbage but this set you've got some quality one you know one mm. drops Finally. healer's hawk is like really yeah. actively just good oh, yeah yeah 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> Hunted it's witness. Good... I've never loved a shitty one one that dies and turns into a one one since Doom Traveler. Like, yeah, right, mm. right. Like hide, so hide poisonous the one man. Oh yeah, one the, one. the one man and one one death. Yeah, so you can play, oh, play him at any time. You just like yeah. chuck him in there, and he's just going to slow him down for it. It's like yeah, yeah there's some use for him finally, which is nice because it's always been a bit of an abandoned slot, hasn't it? Mm. You, yeah, you just okay. wouldn't pick one. Drop. You just yeah. yeah, and every time I get beaten by one, I'm like, you don't deserve to. <laughs> <laughs> so the last part of Kyle's question is, what are your thoughts on cheaters in the current state of MTG? Now, there's a funny face, and I mean, what do we ever think on cheaters? So what's what's he referring to? Is there some sort of some sort of thing. I going think the on there. the face is a really old MSN messenger emoticon, which is, or is it? Is it just, just his nose? Isn't oh, it? it's not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, it's not the thing. Yeah, it's just like someone being mm, mm, smug. Yeah. Um, is Kyle is in the Kyle current state? Infamous it, MTG cheater, and he's like, "Ha ha! <laughs> hiding in plain view. I was right here all the time." What do you think about cheaters? I just oh, asked you a about question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cheaters in the current state of MTG. I think it's insane to think that you'll get away with your cool cheaty tactics on camera oh, yeah, and expect yeah. that no one catches it yeah exactly that is though that kind of encaps- encapsulates the cheating mentality though which is that they feel entitled enough to win that they think they're clever enough to get away with it regardless of, of whatever and then i just if if say you win a gp by cheating and stacking your deck and doing whatever, you're always going to know in, your, part? in yourself. You're always going to know. Yeah. So you can. I mean, you, you might if, even if the rest of the world goes, wow, you know, it's like you know, X, like John, John Bloggs, Joe Bloggs. Mm-hmm. You, you were the greatest player in in that year. You know, you wiped everyone with this yeah. amazing stuff. And in you, in your heart, you're going to be thinking, that's because I had this this. Yeah, that's thing. because I'm. And at some my point deck. in time, you're yeah. going <laughs> to hit a wall of maturity that just goes. I'm just a piece of shit, right? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really deserve well, that. I, mean, I didn't beat people who were playing fairly. You'd think that. Actually, uh, if you if you go on the Magic subreddit, I think someone who cheated, I can't remember what his name was, he actually did like a whole write-up of why he cheated. And he gave like a whole like... Um, um, yeah, because you, yeah. you feel the pressure of performing yeah, in it was okay. and, yeah. yeah, and sometimes yeah. You know, he feel like, oh, I, I, I put a lot of effort into this, I should be winning this. And, yeah. you know, it's that whole mentality. You, you, and uh, <laughs> me and Davin were making a joke about this. Davin said... It feels frustrating to be someone who's played 40 drafts of this format and you play someone on day two of the GP and they go, this is my third Guilds of Ravnica draft. <laughs> yeah. I'm having yeah. a great time. And then they beat you because you get a little bit screwed and they go, cool. And then you feel yeah, that you feel feeling, which is like, I it's like someone, deserve yeah, yeah, yeah. to win. Like it's been taken away from like you, been, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you get why, but... That's because that, that became more and more apparent to me. That's, you know, like people were like magic players and will talk about not liking the role of luck in the game of magic and minimizing luck. Mm-hmm. And yet in the in the draft format there's a huge luck component. There Even is. Standard, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. We see, you know, like at the GGMC, you know, we see a deck that lost against the, another deck earlier on in the day came out and beat that deck later on. Basically there was a, there was a big role of luck in mm. that in that L- game L- that we yeah, saw. Yeah. LSV yet, like... mulligan to four in the final match of the Pro Tour that lost him the finals of the Pro Tour. Mulligan to four on the play. And just yeah. and just died. Like yeah. How that's the game. You normally mulligans the four and just gets a perfect hand. Under the <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would think so. But in yeah. the in that mirror match, apparently you need you need cards to yeah, oh, yeah. throw yeah, your opponent's face. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, yeah. I won the multiple one time in a Dominaria. Draft. I touched a black oh, yeah. lotus. It's <laughs> <laughs> a twenty ten model. It's outside the London Hyatt. Owner wasn't even around. 
think I could have. T- I think I could have reached inside and just touched the fabric. Are we not talking Ooh. about this now? I don't oh, know. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, in, I don't know what Carl means by the current state of MTG because I think I think it's just more sort of case like um, what was it? That, that, was, that was the case. One of the players that that I think it was on the stream for a store, and he mm-hmm. went to uh, get a fetch, uh, crackers fetch. And he was going to grab the stomping grounds, and he realized the stomping grounds was in his graveyard. So he went to grab the stomping grounds from his graveyard and put it there, like, on the field. Oh. And this was live on stream as well. I can't remember what... I think, I think it was, just, like, a store stream or something like that. Um, but it was a case, like, everyone, everyone was watching him, and he was like, oh, I was trying to, like, you know... As restore like the board state. It's like you're not restoring the board state. You know, you're pulling something from a graveyard and, play, and putting it away. Maybe Magic's getting more. Um, you know, you're getting more credibility for doing well in it, and the prizes might be getting bigger. That it becomes more important to win, or you know, there's more. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some part of me that's really paranoid that at a Grand Prix, as soon as you lose a round, you're in the slight, slightly worse bracket. They stop checking mm. your your decks, right? As, as much. Yeah. And then you play against someone and they just curve out perfectly and they go rare on color, rare on color, rare on color. And you're like, this dude just cedars. Yeah, something, something. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing in the loser's bracket? Yeah. There's really some good videos thing. out there on um, reverse seeding people's uh, decks as well. I'd love to see someone pull that off and call yeah. a judge. But that's, I think that's the, the, the crux of it is, is never be afraid to call judge. You know? Yeah, exactly. You can, mm. And if you can... Um, make a, a good case for it and mm. just ask the judge. And even if the judge checks and the dude's not cheating, well, at least you've got peace of mind then. Yeah, right? and, 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 and you, get a, you get a time right. extension. That's exactly what they're there for. I actually yeah. had a very long extended judge call on day two of the Grand Prix. Um, my opponents played a land and put it back in his hand. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I, I was, I was going to play a land and change my mind. I was like, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah. Um, the, and then had, had, and then the, the judge came over and I said, he played a land and he put it back in his hand. I think because he realized he forgot a trigger. In right. my mind, he's forgotten the trigger. Yeah. And then he's, he can't just put the land back in his hand to, so that he can remember his trigger. And then when the judge said, hey, is this what happened to my opponent? My opponent said, I was going to play a land and then I remembered my trigger. And I was like, that is not what happened. Could you just, you say, just lied you've got a to basic, the judge's face. You've got a basic... Uh, you've got a swamp uh, in your hand. <laughs> could you just call it? Or you've got a it, no, no, card uh, and you can tell the judge what card he's That's what I said. Play? But the guy wasn't disagreeing that he played the land. He's just saying, I did it, and then I changed my mind halfway through. And I was like, in, in Magic, that's like a play. Like, you've, you've done it, right? <laughs> when is it a play? When it hits the battlefield? When it- in my mind, yes. According to the judge, and I appealed to yeah. the head judge... Uh, not the head judge, but like a level three... <laughs> yeah. Came over and they were like, it was still kind of within the period of time in which you could play a land and it's gone on the battlefield. But you put if you put it back in your hand immediately, you have caught your own mistake. You're halfway through the mistake. Nothing else has progressed. You mm-hmm. He gets the trigger. And I was like, how about him lying to you about the thing? And they're like, well, we chatted to him afterwards. And when he said, I was going to play a land, he just meant like, I was in the process of playing land. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, it's all very like. Nah. That's the thing. Because as, well, you because get to, as soon as you find out to be <laughs> lying to a judge, you're disqualified right. because you're trying to make your position. Yeah, look exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to angle shoot. I was just like, he just lied to your face. Like, like, yeah. is it, but 
I, mean, I also I'm, fully kind of get where they were coming from as well. So I mean, it's, it's a case of like, if if they can get away with it, they probably will try. Yeah. To get away with it. Um, and it's hard to validate something like that, especially when it's no one else watching. So, so it's your word against his. And yeah. yeah. And you said, but you said that like really professional tough. sports, don't you? Like stuff that's televised worldwide. People will oh, do the, things. Um, they're throwing themselves on the ground. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, or anything. Yeah. You know, they'll do all sorts of cheaty kind of things, or they'll just. <clears throat> You know, if like yeah, if we're talking about like English Premier League, they do it all the time. They might kick the ball straight out of the, straight out of t- in the touch, mm. and the referee goes, "All right, it's so your throw." And it's like, okay, well, let's you pick go, it up. Mm. yeah. Or the, there's just so much cheating going on, and it's just like if if they get away with it, perfectly fine. Why not? If I get a penalty yeah. and I kick in the back of the goal and I and I win, that's fine. And they're doing it on like stupidly covered yeah. Like, stuff, yeah, yeah. And, and everyone commentating is going, "This bastard just cheated." <laughs> <laughs> themselves on the ground in the penalty box <laughs> and then they get a penalty and they score and they're like 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 fist pumping and, yeah. and stuff like, and you're like it was huh? like Thierry Henry like handballed it twice mm. playing for France against uh, I think it was the Republic of Ireland who were trying mm. to get into the World Cup some of those details might be wrong he, he, the ball the ball got crossed in I think he chested it then he handballed it and flipped it over to his <laughs> left side he handballed it with his left hand tapped it onto his right foot or something and he buried it in the back of the net the whole of the defense were just going, he just handballed it twice <laughs> and kicked to the back of the net. Terry Henry's off celebrating. I'm the greatest guy in the world. Referee's going, yeah, Ireland, you're out in the World Cup. You're not going. And that then it's is, like, you bastard. If he, that if he, is so <laughs> grim. Yeah. Like, and it was huge stakes on the. And he cheated right in I front of I wonder how he feels about it now. Oh, he he's doing very care. well. Doesn't Don't give care. a shit. Got away yeah. with it. Yeah. So it's fine. That's not a good answer, is it? If you get away with it. No, that is a terrible <laughs> answer, but it also seems oh. to be. Maybe we need to just move com- on. Napoleon Philip. Oh, there's a, there's. Why do people have last names that I can't pronounce? I'm sorry, Napoleon. He, he must. Paciente. Paciente. I've seen that oh, one I like that. You. That's nice. Uh, would you rather hug a doom whisperer or be a test subject to an experimental is it medical procedure? Uh, okay, I'm at. There's no decision okay. to be the made. The doom whisperer's face very ugly. Lots of hands though. Lots of hands to oh, hold love. you. Hold your tights. Yeah. yeah. When you want a hug, don't you just want more arms wrapped yeah. to wrap around you? To Whispering the... doom in your ear. <laughs> Everybody's got the same sized feelings. The, you know, the, yeah. the doom whisperer, he, he needs love too. He needs love If too. he needs a hug, I'm there for him. So I'll pay two life for you I don't want to get my to. bits electrocuted by is it because no. they're electrocuting frigging everything. Yeah. No. I think the Izzet thing isn't actually too bad. I mean, compared to what the Simics do. you think do. they're upgrading you? Oh, Simic is Compared like, to Simic, that, that, yeah, that's Simic's when you draw the, the line. Yeah. yeah, they're like gluing ears onto mouse's backs and stuff. Uh, oh, you are now a tortoise. tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> DNA experiment. Fish <laughs> snake or whatever the, the next uh, <laughs> thing's going to be. So what are we coming down for? Like, I'm, I'm hugging the Doom I'm Whisperer. I'm hugging the Doom Whisperer. I'll probably do the Doom Whisperer. Yeah. Yeah. Hug- well, hugging the Doom Whisperer. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it in, Doom. Yeah. Whisperer, Mr. Whisperer. Mr. Whisperer. Thanks, Napoleon. That was a good question. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, don't don't um, misjudge the length of our answers to being a bad question. <laughs> Marin Velich, uh, <clears throat> uh, what has been your favourite draft format that you've played in and any one card to be banned in modern and standard? My favourite draft format I've played in is Khans of Tarkia. Is it really? Wow. It seems to be like default go-to for a lot of people. I, yeah, yeah, I think the top three for a lot of people like uh, Khan's Rise of the Eldrazi original Innistrad. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. liked those a lot um, as, as well because I was playing when they came out. But uh, also I, I didn't really ever feel like I hit a proper groove with it. Whereas Khan's I like 
I was just rolling around in that format like oh, a yeah. dog in a pile of leaves. Hey, it was just <laughs> like I used to do whatever I wanted. I draft like black, white aggro, and then I draft like five color nonsense morph control. Oh, you could just do anything. It yeah, felt like, like the world was your oyster. That? Yeah, mm. right. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, I've been, I enjoy a lot of un, uh, unstable. Actually, unstable oh, was really? really my favorite. It got too intense for me. I was I just intense. So really, was like, oh, no. it, it was so much. It was much oh yeah no like like Hardcore. yeah release yeah. weekend was full on yeah. like god that was that was an interesting but weekend I can, see, I can see why you like it though because of the intensity <clears throat> and because there's so much going on that's mm. like yeah, yeah. it's just like taking magic to another level for yeah. people that are because well, it was well entrenched like in the game. my my favorite game of unstable I played we had um I was playing against um a girl at one of the side events at one of the GPs or something and we had this complicated stuff going on and I was triggering my contraptions and that yeah, yeah. sort of thing. And then added into the mix, I was also putting uh, incredibly normal armchair from my hand, like trying to hide <laughs> it on the battlefield. So like that was really exciting and fun and funny and just so, so many funny things happening as well as a very intense game of magic, which yeah, I think yeah. is my favorite thing thing about exactly it, yeah. yeah like it just that was actually really fun i should play it again yeah. i think i think my favorite draft format is more about my mentality around the time of it like i really enjoyed theros mm. and i um i like this i there's certain things like i enjoyed arm and cat when it came around to if you get the right cards which is oh, yeah. like any draft format <laughs> yeah when i was so beating the <clears> shit <throat> out of people so that's oh. bullshit. no but there was zombies so i was on theme oh, right? yeah. i was enjoying oh, yeah, myself yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, right now in Guilds of Ravnica, I know I know there's that thing about there's just like you know maybe it's too linear and there's not enough uh, choices. I or feel like certain, people certain things love to say that more than it's actually the case. But I just I mm. feel like you can be a little bit more versatile. I think there's things I want to steer clear of mm-hmm. in it. But I'm enjoying like I don't know it's you just enjoy playing certain decks. Like I enjoy mm. playing blue white flyers in Theros. I enjoy yeah. playing Demir now yeah. in. Yeah. In uh, in so in it's maybe it's yeah. just the deck. I like playing certain decks in different in different formats. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm not all that happy playing certain decks in in great format, great draft formats. Really, it's just, mm, you yeah. just do it because you can. Um, Theros would be right up there for me because I love the process of the blue white heroic deck so much. But mm. green, there was so much more you could do as well. Like, yeah. It was like equally. It was but like green, black, whatever, monstrous. I don't give a shit about playing that ever again. But yeah. it's like, I remember me and Rob Grimsey, actually, we did, uh, like a few years ago, we did an Innistrad flashback draft when it came back on Magic right, Online. Right. And we're like, oh, we have to draft the spider spotting deck. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't even a question. So we forced it, took all the graveyard stuff, and then went 2-1 with this hilarious graveyard synergy deck. But some dude just beat us with, like, humans. And you're like, why would you nah. do an Innistrad flashback draft and play fucking humans? Like, come <laughs> See, on, See, I'm all dude. about the theme as well. It's like, well, don't play humans. Don't play Merfolk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so trash. Yeah. And um, uh, well, also, Marin also asked, uh, is there any one card you'd like to see banned from Modern and Standard? <clears throat> I'd like them to ban Blood Moon and Modern because I think that card's just a bummer. <laughs> Um, uh, take that, Danny. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Screw you, Danny. Cascading into Blood Moon is not clever or smart. <laughs> is there going to be a Blood Moon Ultimate Masters? My card did the Probably. thing I was supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, you can't play multicolored decks. It's like, that's not fun or interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, um, so. I mean, I'm on the fence with Blood Moon. I like it. But at the same time, I, I like to play it. It is. I don't like to be so on the opposite end. Yeah, 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 exactly. People, but yeah. I think I, I just hate the fact that you can be like, can't really afford to play around Blood Moon. Cool. I'll get a Temple Guard and then go, Simeon Spirit Guard, Blood Moon on turn two. And you're like, fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't do anything now. Great. Yeah. I um, mean, like, I think for me, the card I would like to ban is probably like Burning Inquiry. 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. you don't like the random, I, the I, proper I, yeah, randomness. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. true randomness. It's like you can have like an amazing opening hand, and then your opponent plays Burning Inquiry. Well, there Does he goes. Draw the rest three, of the game. discard three, at random. Uh, yeah, draw three, discard three, random. Oh. So that's what makes it. I think. I think. I think. Just and by design, go, it's a bad card. Cool, I'll just pop these hollow ones into play, and you're like, I just. You just made me discard exactly. my lands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, I mean, like, I. I like the deck, mm-hmm. but I think that goes against the grain of like you know what magic is. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the randomness is just like it's up. It's so up in the air as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what about the standard then? There's, I, I, I wanted to see Assassin's Trophy get banned because I'm, um, you know, like I've said earlier, I'm sick of the nonsense, sick of the hype. Just get rid of it. The hype it's is my hot garbage forever. I think until uh, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, the, no. the hype's down on it now, which is good. which is good. Yeah. Good, good. Um, if you asked me like two, three months ago, I would have said Nexus of Fate. Yeah, but now that, it's not that really deck has just now. like gone into the gutter. Yeah, I have not really seen anyone is. play the deck at all. Um, yeah, I'm kind of glad that it's followed. That. Yeah, right. But that's not a card that's going to be banned, is it? Because it's died its own death. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so what I would like to see banned in standard, I think, an uninteresting card in standard is. There's nothing really. It's really actually pretty. It's, it's a bit hard because standard, like everything in standard right now, nothing's like too overpowered. No, yeah, it's so good. It's, yeah. it feels yeah. like a good place for it to be yeah. at. Right. I think I personally don't like to ferry that much. I was thinking to yeah. as well. I think it's a little too good at what it does. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it's also very demoralizing to play against. It is, so yeah. I don't mind you I don't mind deck that. at the GGMC finals, uh, Isaac? What's that, sorry? How many did you have in your deck at the GGMC finals? Oh, God, I so many. I splashed blue. I had, like, three <laughs> in the sideboard. God. I splashed with Carnage Tyrant. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, so Zach, Zach hates himself. <laughs> You're not I wrong. Hate, I hate the deck that I built. Um <laughs> Callum Woodward, uh, what are your thoughts about MTG, MTG being put into D&D with Eberron and Ravnica? Anything you like or dislike about it? Wizards cashing in on their IP? I, I th- you play D&D? Yeah, I play, I play, oh, I used to play a lot, I don't play as much now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's smart, like, on, on one level it's kind of like, you know, like bridging two, you know, separate communities, mm-hmm. um, yeah. so they can have something in common, you know, to play. Um, and plus, I, th- I think like a lot of the uh, the worlds that Wizards built for Magic are just ripe for D and D settings. They're really good. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. yeah, I think they did they did it in, they did they did Zendikar, and I think like they've done some online only supplements. Yeah, for that exactly. Kind of stuff. Yeah. I think they did Kaladesh as well. If mm-hmm. I'm if I'm not wrong, I think I think it, like it's just logical for them to do Ravnica as well. I think it helps them with the world building, if anything. I mean, I haven't read you know since we 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 used to dip into the the MTG fiction when it was super terrible. And apparently it's picked up now that they employed a proper writer and I haven't read it since. Yep. But it was dreadful. But like he's saying, there's lots of these cool worlds. If you can drop into those worlds and role play within them and, and get fun out of it like that, you can really color it out a little bit. Mm. So if you are, yeah, yeah. if you've got a foot in both camps when you're playing next time, it's it's like, oh wow, this is really fun because there's a bit more of a story to what you're playing. It's not just Yeah, you're you a bit know, more connected to it than yeah, yeah compared it's not to like that. two two taking on three two and what was mm. gonna happen, yeah, you yeah. know, that sort of stuff. I, I do love that they finally uh, double down and just did a proper book. Yeah, because online uh, it used to be like online supplements on, before, online right? Online. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is like I I think that the guilds are very strong mechanical identities that you could say I have a character that's 
you know, is it? And then, the, yeah. yeah, and then they start becoming more red white. It's kind of like a really cool, like almost like the chaotic neutral or, or yeah, lawful yeah, I'd say so. Of, yeah, you can you can go between different guilds, and your characters can all be from the same guild, and then they, you know, yeah. So th- that's ten very strong identities, and then there's the guildless, and then there's the guild. Packed right. in the maze runners. You might be there. one, yeah. they might hang, get on your chopper and drive over to the side of town and, like, you know, mm. whack some. Di- oh, sorry, I'll talk about Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you know, the guild, the guild, yeah. the gang. Yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah it's, I think it's, it's ripe. I'm, I'm pretty excited yeah, to see. I, I, it's, I, think it's, I think it's perfect. I'm, I'm not going to play it, though. So. <laughs> oh, next up. Question for Zach Zachary Siao. Oh, boy. That was, that's how it was written. <clears throat> uh, it's from Tim Lamb. You oh, might, you, you've yeah. this guy. Uh, what's the most <laughs> common mistake people try, try? What's the most common mistake people trying out competitive play make, and how to counter, counteract or learn how to address it? Uh, I think I'll preface this by saying I don't think I'm like a hardcore competitive player. Right. I like playing Magic, so it just you happens. have to be reasonably good. Yeah, at competitive, competitive play yeah. to win the store championship <laughs> and the state championship. Yeah. I think you're being... I mean, I mean some people can be... A little modest. Some people can be more lucky little. than good, you know, so you never know. <laughs> I still think you cannot, like, it's. it would be very, like... Yeah, because you're the, you're the store champion and the state champion. Yeah. It's right? not like you can't... So you can't do both. <laughs> you can't it's, do both. It's very action. difficult to... To just manufacture that out of yeah. luck. True, fair, I so suppose. What yeah, so, here, shut up, answer the question. Answer the <laughs> damn question. <laughs> You're officially a competitive What's player. What's a couple of people oh, who God. didn't yeah. win the store and nailed, <laughs> nailed him, Tim. Well done, man. That's oh, good. God. Um, I think the biggest mistake is I think a lot when a lot of people like start to play competitive magic or when they get to magic, they start to focus on their deck and solely their deck. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, like I built this deck, you know, I, I agree about Yeah, that. you know, like, oh, if I MTG Gold. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, like you can just... learn your deck inside and out. You can, you know, you can know what you're sideboarding in, what you're sideboarding out. Yeah. But if you don't know what your competition is, I think that's the biggest downfall for yeah, you. Yeah, that's a t- that's another level up, isn't it? It's like yeah. I always spun out about that. It's like, right, I know everything about this deck, but now I'm trying to wrap my head around. Okay, he's got two untapped mana, and it's a it's a red and a white. Let's say it's like he's got red and white mana available to him and he's got a couple of cards in hand. I want to play this card. Can he? Has he got an answer for this? Exactly. Yeah. Do you worry yeah. about this? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I still play blind to this day because I'm not that level of competitive <laughs> player. I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'll just take my chances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a case of like understanding what the other decks are, what you, what, what yeah. the meta is, what mm. your local meta is, rather, um, and you know, just like playing to those decks. Um, I mean, compared to a new player, like if 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 I had like four white four white mana open and my and my uh, the, the new player attacks with like his entire team, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't realize subtle record just like a thing. Yeah, you know, compared to say like an experienced player who is like, oh, he's got four mana up, you know, I'm going to attack like one creature to like, to try mm-hmm. and bait it out, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think a lot of people, yeah, like they focus too much on their own decks and not on competition. There is there is that mm-hmm. level as well. I think there is a step in between those two things, which is why I mentioned piloting. It's like there's a big focus on getting all the right cards and now I've got the best deck. Cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorted. But then you start to learn how to pilot it because you, you can play a great deck and play it badly and still lose every single exactly. time. Exactly, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, then the next, maybe the next step is understanding what the meta game around you is doing. <clears throat> so you know yeah. how to play, into, play against it or respond to it. Because yeah. um, like, even if you've got limited removal spells, right? It's knowing, it's knowing what to look out for so that when they play it, you know, you know that it's worth a exactly. Card, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was this guy. I won't, I won't say his name. He's not going to be listening. <laughs> Let's call him Zachary Seal. Let's call him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, call him <laughs> Let's call him Zachary Seal too. Yeah. Uh, 
no, this 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 guy um, yeah. getting into magic, coming into the store a bit, has a bit of money to spend. He's been working pretty hard, enjoying the magic process. Yeah. Guys, I'd love to play competitive. I got a bit of money to spend. Yeah. I hear you guys are going to this GP. I'm going to go to the GP as well. Buys a best deck and standard. Goes to the GP. Zero three drops. Quits magic. Yeah, that's. That. And you like you didn't. Yeah, you, you didn't, didn't understand. Thing. The, the game the game large. or the deck yeah, you didn't exactly. come and yeah, test yeah. with us you didn't play magic online and test the deck at all you just thought that you could buy your way yeah. into doing well you it is possible you could run really good and do that but you can't just run your removal spells into every creature you see and attack every time you have an untapped creature exactly, and expect yeah. to win yeah. um sporting analogies that's like buying uh, you know a nice pair of basketball shoes uh buying the right ball <laughs> Shooting in a couple of times, going, yeah, I went in two out of three times. NBA. I'm ready for the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of people have this mentality. It's like, if I can afford, like, the most expensive deck, mm-hmm. that means I can be a good player, which yeah. is not the I think that's with, not just Magic, that's just, that's with, like, that's any with, other hobby. Yeah, 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 anything, yeah, anything, really. I am playing this card game, uh, let's call it Clash Royale, on my phone. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the truth but comes it out. Is, God. <laughs> it is a card game. Yeah. And the meta game, you pick only eight cards from, like, 20, 30 different cards that you have, and you come to... A one-on-one battle versus someone else who has picked eight cards. And when they play a big night thing, it's going to fuck up your buildings unless you counter it with Skeleton Army. <laughs> so you surround it with Skeleton Army, kills their knight. They do a dragon to kill your Skeleton Army. You go, that was a stupid move because my towers is going to take a dragon down now. I'll put a balloon over this side because I know your thing is. It's kind of... I can beat people who have put hundreds of dollars into the game because I know tactics and yeah, I know strategy exactly. and you know how to use uh, resources efficiently because yeah. I've played lots of board games and stuff. So I'm ranking up like faster than <laughs> the free-to-play model could really catch up with. So people are paying some insane shit against me, but I'm able to catch up because you know tactics and strategy. Just, and just play clever. Yeah, yeah you just play so smart. The yeah. second half of Tim's question says, uh, how, how would you comp- counteract that or learn how to address it? Now, I... My simplified version of my what I feel is the right thing to do is it, it is fun to have a super powerful deck, but I get joy out of that because occasionally you know you get a good little play and it's good fun. Now I can't do that consistently, hmm. but I'll get fun out of doing that, so I'll get fun. But I don't think that's talking about what Tim wants here. He what he sort of wants to be able to how do you counteract it and still be a competitive player? Because mm. my answer there doesn't make you a competitive player. Yeah, that, that's that's how to make sure that you're still enjoying the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you yeah, exactly. buzz every now and again, but that's not going to make you competitive. So mm. how do you how do you become a competitive player and and counteract what you just well, talked I th- about? Well, I think like like what Zach was saying was um, take the focus away from just the deck. Yeah, because a, uh, you, d- you don't want to tunnel vision yourself onto yeah. what you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best player in the world could take mono red and and win any local tournament. Yeah, or control or whatever. So yeah. If they could win any tournament with any deck, there has to be something else there that you should be focusing on, which is your your technical play, which is, uh, I think, bolstered a lot by Limited, because in Limited, you only have so many tools to work with, and you have to work yeah. with your back against the wall to win games with these shitty creatures, and you've got to make sure you, you go, they played a Lyra. Yep. I cannot afford to kill their 3-3 three, three with my removal spell. I have one removal spell in my deck. If I draw it, I have to kill their Lyra because there is no way to deal with it. Yep. Standard is just that times 20. Yeah, You've exactly. just got to go, do I care about this thing? I'll counter it. If I don't care about it, 
I will deal with it with something else that I have. It's making a good choice, isn't it? It's like, you know, Mm. we're looking at your deck for, we'll talk about this later on, looking at your deck that you drafted for uh, the GP in Mm -hmm. Melbourne just this week. Mm -hmm. And when I I saw the Demir deck, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd draft that. And it seemed like, oh yeah, that's the sort of deck that I would draft. But I wouldn't make it to day two because I might, I'm, I, people have told me I, I draft good decks, but I don't get anywhere. I usually mm-hmm. lose loads of matches. So there's, again, there's that how, knowing how to use it, knowing how to respond to threats at the right time. Mm. And there's, oh, there's, there's truckloads of stuff because I, I do oh, myself sure. in by overthinking stuff and, and, <laughs> and by four, four times Which over. I think you've, and you've said it a few times in the past, you go, once it gets to a certain point, you go, I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, I'll kill your fucking guy. And they go, yeah. I'll kill you. And you're like, no, get out. Oh, yeah. God damn it. It's, yeah. like, it's like me when there's only like three people left and lies die. So I'm thinking, it's time for me to check <laughs> out. Right for me now. to leave. I don't need to be in this. I don't need to be involved in this. Yeah. It's like, no, sorry, David, you're uh, down to the final pairing in the draft. It's like, I really don't want to be there. I don't want to. <laughs> can I, can can I, I take my prizes yeah, and just I, go? <laughs> I'll, I'll switch with one of the people on the bottom table, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So better. much pressure. No, we're competitive. There definitely is like a fair bit of homework you have to do as well just to For familiarize sure, yeah. yourself yeah yeah you can't expect it to come easy oh yeah no question. i love that homework idea though i've got to get involved in some of that one day <laughs> one yeah day. yeah oh i mean we've got that that gp <laughs> in sydney coming up all right let's do it let's do that one then <laughs> in the meantime adam fry asks are there any reprints you have seen so far that you would rather have not seen oh Oh, it's talking about Ultimate Masters. I assume so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so. No, that's I, the biggest. That's the latest reprint. Oh, I thought he was yeah. talking about like my mum reprinted this thing of like there's a family oh, photo and we're all hugging and I was like, oh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish he hadn't dragged that out again. But, it, yeah, I really Adam's, wish I'd rather not seen that. Yeah, Adam's <laughs> talking about magic here. So. Oh, right, sure. um, <laughs> this is Ultimate Masters. It, is, Ultimate is Masters okay? They said okay. Ultimate Masters, some of the greatest cards of all time. Here we go. Ancient Tomb. Oh my God, so expensive. Right. Wow. Cabinet box, Souls. Box stopper. Cabinet Souls. Wow. So Celestial Colonnade. Wow. First reprint in ages. <gasps> um, that the, the, the other one that's really one. expensive. Uh, <gasps> Creepy really? Tarpet. Yes. Oh, wow. Cool. Ooh, can't believe it. Um, we also finished the cycle. Stirring Wildwood. Stirring Wildwood. It's a three-fourth reach. <laughs> Fucking Lava Claw reaches. And, a, and, and Raging Ravine. These have gotten like... These are like dollar fifty rares. Dollar fi- <laughs> fifty <laughs> rares. And you can get them as one of your full art box oh. toppers. You pay yes. up to $500 for a box. Not at your local good game store. No. <laughs> Much cheaper there. Um, and you go, oh my God, I can't wait to open a full art foil Tarmogoyf. And you open a friggin... $15 stirring, stirring Wildwood. Let me just say. This will look great in my green, white, death and taxes deck. Throw this away. The full art Tarmogoyf. It, to, uh, I'm gonna, if it hasn't yeah. been said, I'm going to say it now. Shit. The, it, the it's, it's, is, ugly. it's ugly. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like it's gone cartoony, right? But yeah. When you look yeah. at the original, I think it's Ryan Barger, isn't it? That does the art. The original, the original like one. The, the it, one with the crazy guy yeah, being held in the thing. It looks threatening. When you zoom in on it, it looks a little bit silly because there's lots of eyes on it and maybe not too much. Mm. But it looks like there's there's ma- action, there's yeah. motion, you're afraid of for the deer. It's kind of mood. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. It's like it's a real world yeah, yeah. big ass monster, right? Yeah. Mm. Now it's just like, ah, there's this freaky thing that jumped out of Yu-Gi-Oh and is attacking a <laughs> deer, but from the right instead of the left. Oh, cool. <laughs> I don't know why they needed to do new art. I would have had no. the I would have had the old modern no, masters full one. Art. I mean, full art old yeah. school. I think oh, yeah. I think like a new art would be, would be fine, but probably not that. Art, not that though. one. No, yeah, no. that's for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Stirring Wildwood and Lava Claw reaches is is my answer. Why, like, 
you've printed other cards not in their full cycle. Why did you feel the need, Wizards, to make people upset? Yeah, that's a bad move as well, especially when bad you're going yeah. deluxe um, item, I, big big ticket item, right? I cannot I mean, imagine their oh. R&D meeting where they go, what 30 cards should we do as box toppers? And they and they were like... I thought they did every card you could get. No, no not every card. No. Oh, yeah, selection yeah. of uncommons to mythics. But even if you got a Kitchen Finks or Eternal Witness, which are uncommons, yeah. full art, they will be worth Actually, a lot of money. Actually, playable cards as well. Great yeah. cards. Yeah. Um, there are some rares that they spoiled today if they're just done gamble full art. Hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. Like, I was actually really surprised. Yeah. I saw Gamble. I was like, wait, this Don't, is in the top of Like, what? Reprint <laughs> yeah. as a full art rare. Legacy playable. But yeah. I don't know why they do these things. The collector in me is really starting to think. I can usually, uh, of late, I've avoided these sets. But this one, I'm thinking, oh. Ooh. 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 The temptation stoppers. is there. Because those are the ones, <laughs> you get the right ones and you walk in. And, and But that's the thing. I'd really love them to have just done original art Tarmogoyf. If I got original art Tarmogoyf, full, full art, art box topper. Box topper, mm. that would be one. I'd be like, yeah, oh, I'd have one of them. That, that would be going around some of the masterpieces that I really love looking yeah. at in the, yeah, in yeah. the collection. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be happy with the time ago. Nah. Well, I don't care if it's worth this bazillion dollars. Stomp, not, nah, nah, nah. Nah. Yeah, I don't know. That's sad. I'm going to jump ahead a question because sure. it's sort of uh, it jigsaw pieces nicely in Adam's question, mm-hmm. and then we'll get back to the previous one. Um, it's from Donald Sutherland. Ooh, Donald. Um, any cards you're hoping for a reprint? In Ultimate Masters. So anything that we haven't seen or yet that we're hoping we're going to get? Oh, I don't play enough Eternal to, yeah. to put a comment. Although although I was hoping for like a full art lightning bolt for a topper. That would have been, that been really nice. But when yeah. they didn't show that, I actually got pretty upset. I was like, damn it, Like, how will I play my popper burn deck? Of all the toppers, <laughs> oh, yeah. all the toppers have been um, spoiled. All, all of them were spoiled. Yeah, all the, the toppers are spoiled. Thing, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, there is the full art um, promo, the Wizards Play Yeah, Network but it's not the same, you know. It's I not mean, the like, same yeah, as having a, exactly. a full art foil box topper with the. Uh, Wee Dragonauts. Thing. With the Wee Dragonauts in the background. That'd <laughs> 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 be great. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, Lightning Bolt is, I honestly probably, I probably think it will be reprinted, to be honest. Mm. Uh, it's too iconic yeah. for Vampire it to be left Hawk. out. Like, yeah, I think Vampire like, Nighthawk is a is, oh, yeah. is, is a good It'd be a good reprint. Good yeah, for yeah. a reprint. Um, with original art, don't reckon that that's a uh, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna wreck a question coming up. That don't no, okay, yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, MTG card quiz coming up shortly. There's a whole bunch of stuff I'm actually really excited to see reprinted because the price was restrictive for yeah, yeah. Um, all sorts of different decks like Eldrazi Conscription. What a cool, absurd rare that is just thir- was thirty bucks because there were only two of them print, in the world. The, yeah, the rise of the Eldrazi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once or twice. Original printing yeah, of, yeah. of them. Um, uh, I'm just I'm keen to see what they deemed to be ultimate right. masters. Yeah. So I, I, I don't have a particular preference on what they put in. I mean, if we see any of the trees get reprinted, we'll know how out of touch they are. <laughs> Which trees? The tree fight? <laughs> tree petition. Oh, tree, tree of redemption. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, something like that. Like, yep, that okay, one, perfect. No. What about Lano RLs? <laughs> That's that's pretty yeah. iconic. That's pretty iconic. Because yeah. it's super iconic, yeah. right? Yeah. I like how this is like the iconic set and not iconic yeah, masters. No, this, <laughs> this is what they, yeah. we wanted from iconic masters, yeah. Uh, yeah, because the feedback from iconic masters was like, oh, you should terrible. have made this more iconic, dude. And yeah. they're going like, oh, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Coming up, <laughs> ultimate masters. Iconic, we'll even more iconic masters. Right? Ultimate iconic. Iconic uh, squared. Iconic. Kenneth Chu? Chew? Kenneth, yep. 
Yeah. Uh, question. T- oh, question to Zach Seow. Shut up, Aaron. Shut up, David. <laughs> oh, he, oh, this is great. Question to Zach Seow. GG 2018 state champ. Mm-hmm. In brackets. <laughs> Where do you see the Boris Weenie deck you played at the championship series in this meta now? And would you recommend it for a PPTQ event this weekend? Uh, and he's and he's uh, also caveated that with also. How many Niv Mizzets should I pack in my Jeskai control this weekend? Hint, more than three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, the Boris deck, it was good when no one knew about it because mm-hmm, it yeah. preyed on a lot of, um, of Golgari control because it was just way too fast. Mm-hmm. Now that after the PT, I think it's like 40 or 60% of the decks were... On day two. Yeah, on, on yeah. day two, red-white. Like, I, I think like too many people will be expecting that to show up. Yep. Um, I'm... It's it's one of those decks. I feel like it's easy to beat. Mm-hmm. Like if you like when, when, You're when I was pl- it. yeah yeah, yeah. When, when I'm play- when I was playing the deck like I was I was like, in my mind I like, oh, got God, God I hope he doesn't have like you know fury cannonade or something oh, like that clarion to, like, yeah just to slow me down because if mm-hmm. that happens then I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have a way of digging back out of the hole exactly. Right? Yeah, so you um, need to hope that they're like. Just consistent with a lot of aggro decks, isn't it? You got to yeah. get in there, get it done, or you've yeah. lost. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. you can't go long. Yeah. And then once it's a known quantity in the in yeah. the meta game, yeah, like it it like it loses a lot of its uh, effectiveness. Mm. I feel like like the deck mainly succeeded because people weren't expecting it, mm. or they were expecting mono red, which is a little bit slower than the red white deck. The red white deck is just crazy fast. Mm-hmm. Um, would I bring it to the... P- I'm not playing it to PP- uh, the PPTQ this weekend. Um, I'll be away, actually. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but I probably would not play the deck. Um, just mm-hmm. on the personal note that um, like a lot of people are probably sideboarding against it. I'll probably play something else mm-hmm. to counter what they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, How many Nymph Mizzets should he play in his Jeskai deck? Three and a half. What you do is three you take one, cut it in half, yep. and then tape it to Explosion. Oh, right. <laughs> Top half Niv Mizzet, yeah. bottom half Explosion. Done. I like it. That is good. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, Kenneth, three and a half. You have your answer. There you go. All right. Uh, the last question for today for listener questions is from Blake Greenwalker, Green Acre. Sorry. If you could choose any four sets to be the current standard, what would they be and why? If you could choose any four sets to be the current standard, what would they be and why? I pr- I don't have four off the top of my head, mm. but I definitely want Eldritch Moon because I loved the Emerge mechanic. Emerge was fun. I loved yeah. Emerge. Mm-hmm. Do like, they have to do they have to be synergistically intertwined with each other, or we just do it on the fun? Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. so. I would pick Theros. <laughs> but that's gonna be a hard one to can't. No? Yeah, how do I intertwine that with anything? Yeah, Has there been another Enchantment Matters set. Okay, here we not, not in recent Board history. Of the gods, journey into Nyx. <laughs> and that original we... Innistrad, Armanket. Uh, we're all in the zombies. Just look at all the zombies no stuff. Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> um, what deck was I just really great at playing? Whatever format it was that I did really well with black-white control. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever Kaladesh uh, was when it had... Uh, the um, smuggler's copter. And <laughs> smuggler's copter. Yeah. Oh it. yeah. No, that card was a blue white flash. Blue white yeah. flash pre-banning standard. <laughs> yeah. um, I also I really would... enjoyed the one with um, Obsidat and Whip of Arabos and stuff in it. Oh, so that yeah. was oh, yeah. 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 standard. Yeah. That was that was, that was good actually. Good, that yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see. I think it was in Dragons of Tarkir Assault Formation. Oh yeah. That card. Uh, creatures you control deal damage equal to the toughness. Mm-hmm. That's that's my pet Defenders card. and toughness matter deck. Yeah. Mm. Like oh God, I'd love I, to I play the deck. Really, it's hard to go from uh, multiple different eras, uh, include it unless you go for my genius 
you know, original Innistrad armor cat, zombie. Yeah, just zombie, a zombie meta, yeah. yeah. But perhaps the question is just like, what was the golden age of standard if it's not now? When when was there a perfect storm of standard? It's well-balanced. Yeah, I think RTR Theros standard was um, b- before it got really stale with mono black. Oh, was it was Theros in? I didn't play Magic back then, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking what else is in my deck. <laughs> I, I think I think it I think it must have been because because I was playing Heroes Downfall. Yeah, so it must have been before Born of the Gods came out. No, was I playing Bile Blight? Was it, what was an it? interesting ride the listeners are going on right now. I know. <laughs> what Aaron, was I Aaron doing? Remembers, what was he playing? <laughs> um, yeah, but like Theros RTL was really great, and then Mono Black, Mono Blue, and Blue White Control just like was it were was the it? same three decks for the whole year of Standard that they were in. Mm. So just before then, was it Gary? Yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Oh, Gary. Yeah. Someone's nickname on a thread. Anyway, all right. So that was uh, listener questions. We're gonna uh, we're gonna pause now. Decide on who which which question. Zach's gonna decide which question. Oh was. boy, no! It's out of our hands, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna give that person the uh, booster that we're about to bust uh, right after this. Bust booster. Zach, 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 Zach. <laughs> And Zach, I'm back up. Mm, that's good. <laughs> that All good right, stuff. it's the Booster time, and uh, we've got a winner of this, but we're not going to announce it until afterwards, unless mm. you're watching the video stream and you already know. All right, Bustin' Booster time. We're doing a Guilds of Ravnica because the uh, Ultimate Masters hasn't come our way yet. I'm but, still, um, still oh. excited to draft this set, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Ultimate Masters? Um, uh, uh, guilds. Oh, Guilds. Okay, but, um, I was going to yeah, say. <laughs> pretty excited for Ultimate Masters draft as well. That'd yeah, we fun. should. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got loads of time. We'll, we'll bust an Ultimate Masters probably on the next show. On the next right? show. Yeah, yeah. 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 Easy. Easy. All right. Uh, I'm going to peel off an insect token off the back and a what, Demir Gilgate. Ooh. So then we can tell. I can tell you whether we're going to get a foil or not. Mm-hmm. All right. The first card. These are smellier Guilds of Ravnica cards. All my smell has come smellier. back. I think they've changed the um, the printing. Yeah, that's um, got a definite. Yeah. That's strong. Oh, it's very strong. Like for years, I was going. I don't know what Marshall from Limited Resources was talking about because he'd open the pack and he'd go, "Oh, that new card, new deck smell." And I'm like, "What the fuck is he talking about? There's no new pack smell." These smell particularly strong. Yeah. Hmm. They yeah. changed the printing technique. <clears throat> I did yeah, urinate yeah. on this pack as well before I opened it. Oh, I, weed, I also weed on it. Oh, that's oh, no. so strong. Mingling. <laughs> Usually it's only one of us. Zach, did you? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, <laughs> Zach. Lads. Uh. <laughs> Leapfrog. Two and a blue for a 3-1 creature frog. Leapfrog is flying as long as you've cast an instant or sorcery spell this turn. It's fine. I actually died to that twice. How oh, yeah. Make, yeah. How do you make yeah. this work? Because is this, is this like an is it kind of card? It'd be an is it card. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So you want, like. Because it doesn't seem strong. Does it doesn't it? seem very good. No. What is it wants uh, is uh, the, the, this and Piston Fist Cyclops oh, as yeah. things that are slightly above rate. So usually you wouldn't pay. Usually if you're like three mana for a 3 1 flying. Mm, amazing aggressive card. Yeah. Um, three mana, four, three, amazing aggressive card. So all you have to do is cast an instant or sorcery. This is, But this is what I always freak out about, and mm. we address it on every single pod. <laughs> I, I always just worry, I'm always thinking, right, I want to, you know, I, how much mana have I got? And it's like, how much, you know, I, I, once I've got him out there, am I going to be disappointed if I don't have an instant or sorcery to cast? Mm. And also, I don't want the board state to start 
drying up, you know, if they start killing a few of my threats, I've got only one or two creatures mm. on there. I might want to get another creature out there. I don't want to cast an instant or a sorcery just so I can get this dude flying. Is he going to make me cast my instants and sorceries at the wrong time? You know, I get, is- get into that bind, you know? So it's, it's kind of like um, you play Leapfrog on turn three mm. and they play, uh, I don't know, let's say a two, four. And you go, can't attack with Leapfrog anymore. Yeah. Also, if I cast the instant or sorcery, whatever, to draw some cards... I don't really want to do that main phase because it means I'm not putting something else on the board. So you go, probably won't do it this turn. It doesn't mean that Leapfrog's useless. trash, yeah. useless. If they attack with a 5-3, you go, I'll fucking yeah, block it with it. my Leapfrog. What happens yeah. is on turn 5 or something, you've got a Leapfrog and you've got a Piston Fist Cyclops out and you draw Sonic Assault, which is tap a creature, deal 2 damage to their face. You go, well, I can tap down your big blocker. Two damage to your face. My leapfrog's got flying. My piston fist cyclops can attack. Suddenly you're attacking for seven, f- for th- for three mana. Yeah, you only need to do that like twice before they just die. Exactly. Yeah. So so the the thing is like leapfrog and piston <laughs> fist. So the way that the it deck plays is it's very opportunistic. When you see what they go, oh tap out for this five five. You go. I think you have killed yourself. Are you tapped out? Are you, t- are you, are you tapped out? I'm going to 14 you or something. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a lot more of an opportunistic deck than yeah. the Demir, which is the slow grind. It's more... So you're not worried about getting Leapfrog in every single round? No. Just no, no waiting no. for that opportune moment. To no, maybe bang. maybe if they just play a 3-3, I'll just attack my mm. Leapfrog into it to get the 3-3 out of the way for yeah. future stuff. But most of the time, this is going to be the thing that chips them away over two turns. Because, you know, in my, in, my ma- in my magic life, mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens is I hold back some <clears throat> mana to uh, maybe, you know, I've got, a, I've got a bounce spell, something like that. So yeah. they cast a creature and I go, oh, pow, stick that back in your hand. Oh, I'm on the defensive. It's their turn. So Leapfrog, that was a waste of that. Yeah. Uh, and now I've got some, some maybe some mana for it. I'm, a, I'm holding mana back in my own turn. You know, so I can do that in their turn, and then I might oh, I might use sure. up my spells and instant. I might use my instants in their turn, and I'm like, it just doesn't marry up. It just mm. never feel like it marries up for me. You know, when that, you know I, what I'm saying? Um, I've had some sweet is it decks in this format, and I wish that I'd recorded the games with them because that's when you really feel like I told you to record everything, every, every, every single <laughs> thing that I did. Um, it's when you feel like you're doing something really clever. Yeah. When they mm. tap out for some 5-5 five five and they're like, they feel smart. And then you go, what are you at, 12? And you're like, I think if I cast this now at the end of your turn and then I untap, I'll just kill you exactly. Yeah. With the stuff I've got on board. And they're like, how? Mm. And you go, oh, Sonic Assault tapped down and you go, take two. On mine, I direct current your other blocker, which gives my leapfrog flying, which means you can't block it with this other thing. And then I'll Sonic Assault your other thing by discarding this land. And they're just taking... All this damage that yeah. they were like could not have possibly expected to, to do, or you put them to one and they're just like screwed because yeah. no matter what you draw, I can't uh, conceive you, it. You just explained you it to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is why we need a video from you. Mm, right. Exactly how it works. Uh, Goblin locksmith. Here's a dude punching his way through a door. Uh, one and a red for a two-one creature. Goblin rogue. Whenever goblin locksmith attacks, creatures with defender can't block this turn. I think that's filler. Yeah, that's more filler. Yeah. Um, I'd bring it out of the sideboard <clears throat> and maybe replace like another two drop with it if they've got a lot of defenders. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. me. Yeah. So it's not good. <coughs> yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Ladev Guardian, three and a white for a 2-4. Uh, it's a creature, human knight, so that's probably the most important part, is it? The knight part. Uh, and you got Convoke, your creature's going to cast this spell. I don't think so there's anything that buffs knights in this set. That's no, from that's from Dominaria. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important bit about this is it's got Convoke. Convoke, yeah. So you can cast multiple spells in a turn if you get really lucky, but one of the spells is a vanilla 2-4, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also convoking this thing out, this means you're vulnerable to all sorts of shit yeah. because everyone's tapped. Rubbish. Yeah, it is something that's got some use. Unexplained disappearance, one in a blue for an instant, return target creature to its owner's hand. And you get to surveil one while you're doing it. Scott's been really quite good for yeah. me. Yeah. Good tempo play. Um you see that yeah, is that's a solid Demir card. And in is it um, uh, again? It combos really well with Leapfrog. Say they've got two two ground blockers. Yeah, You're, you go cool. Untap, return one to your hand, surveil one, make sure you're drawing something good, and then your Leapfrog's got flying. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you got rid of both of their blockers. Happy days. You threw, <laughs> you threw everyone up into the air. Yeah, one Whee! person landed back in their hand, and the Leapfrog just ended just up went in the air. Ribbit. <laughs> Uh, and less excited about this one. Moodmark Painter, two and two black for a two three. Uh, it's a creature, human shaman, uh, undergrowth. When Moodmark Painter enters the battlefield, target creature gains menace and gets plus X plus zero until end of turn, where X is the number of creature cards in your graveyard. I've played this once or twice during the pre-release. It's mm. actually not too bad. Yeah. Although your deck has to revolve around the whole undergrowth mechanic yeah. because otherwise it's like That's cool. That's the tricky bit, right? It yeah, just exactly. seems like there's not enough triggers to be able to support it all if you're drafting it. Yes. Mm, like, yeah. It just doesn't seem like you can pull it off. You've got to fill your deck full of trashy burglar rat and generous stray and then trade them off or throw them under the bus aggressively just to make this card yeah. give something Functional. plus yeah, exactly. four plus yeah. oh, like, I don't give it a makes shit. it it yeah. encourages you to put bad cards into your deck exactly. or, or to draft bad cards because essentially halfway through pack two mm. you're going oh I'm doing undergrowth because you need fodder. are you just grabbing any crap right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, you know. I mean it wasn't too bad as like a finisher when your opponent yeah, maybe has like one or two creatures okay. but even the body yeah. it leaves behind is like like Vigor Spore Worm is just the ultimate version oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. this because yeah. it actually will kill them and gives plus Plus X plus X instead of plus X plus O. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is just... I've, yeah, I main decked it a couple of times early in the format because I was like, undergrowth, that's my undergrowth happen. Yeah. It's just not a good enough payoff. Yeah, that's fair. All right, this is, this is my, my, my personal, David, personal call for my Kian call for the, for the whole set. Yeah. Do you know what card it is? Wary Okapi. Oh, yeah. you know, your, your pet pet, um, my, my, pet my, antelope? My pet antelope, yeah. You know, was, oh, that's a green antelope thing, yeah. Yeah, Warrior Carpy is two and a green for a 3-2 creature antelope with vigilance. And I was, oh no, I think I was texting Aaron one day and I was killing it with this dude. Or, <laughs> or he was the only one that was holding the whole thing together. It still went badly for me, but I, was, I, had, a fun, I had a fun day with your, with your Warrior Carpy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a good card though, is it really? I, too, no, it gets blocked by every two yeah, drop. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty unfortunate. Toughness is very weak. Yeah. Veiled Shade, two and a black for a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, you can it's a creature shade and you can play one and a black and Veil Shade gets plus one plus one until end of turn so I actually like this one yeah. yeah it's okay yeah it's it's good as a late game you know like Mana mm. Sync Threat of Activation kind of deal yeah, yeah. so it's Swing like it's practically unblockable a lot of the time yeah because yeah. They, they can't really afford to throw their larger creatures in the way of it but um, if you have the mana if you've you got the mana it, up yeah. but yeah pretty 
replaceable. Like the Demir deck will, would rather something that surveils and the black green deck yeah. wants something with an ATB effect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the artwork is uh, actually is very reminiscent of how I remember my wedding day. Fiona uh, <laughs> coming through the door at the, of the chapel with a veil trapped over yeah, her it's, face. It's oh much, yeah, she's she's lost. She I always feel like it's a wedding photo. Trying I'm... to escape. <laughs> <laughs> Figures four, oh, figures four, um, five and a green for a six four. Boom! <clears throat> this is a green card. There you go. Here's a worm, a creature worm. Here's an undergrowth. Uh, when Vigor Spore Worm enters the battlefield, target creature gains vigilance and gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of creature cards in your graveyard. And then random other text also. Vigor Spore Worm can't be blocked by more than one creature. This card killed me in the last round of the Grand Prix. <laughs> I'm he guessing went. you got some respect for it. Or... <laughs> I don't know if this Can deck this was get good. Chumped? It does get chumped. Yeah, it, there's also like randomly a lot of four power creatures as well. Mm. Right. Um, but you can't you can't double block it with two two twos. Obviously, um, I've just never been bothered by this card when my opponents had it out. Apart from in round nine of the GP, where <laughs> uh, I was stuck on two lands and he <clears> played Vigaspore Worm, Vigaspore Worm, so. Fair, fair. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good at killing someone who's stuck on two lands. So. <laughs> and good he's on got you. A graveyard full of dudes. And a graveyard full of dudes. Um, it's it's all right. It's a, it's <coughs> it's the it's the undergrowth payoff. Big like at a big mana cost that you yeah want. big dude. Yeah. It feels like, and this is a terrible thought process of logic. It feels like the sort of card that you get excited about when you're a new player, and therefore you shouldn't be excited about it now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a good logical like step. To I, make, I do actually I mean? think that it's reasonable because hey. the, the card is like, boom, it comes in, something gets huge, and you just go, I'll oh, just chump it with a 1-1, and they go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kill it with any removal spell, and you yeah, get yeah. nothing out of it. Mm. Right. You still need the 1-1s in the removal spell. You sure do. And yeah. in the meantime, mm-hmm. you get hit for 6 if you mm. haven't got it. Uh, here's a classic. Dead weight for 1 black enchantment aura. Enchanted creature uh, gets negative 2, negative 2. Pack 1, pick 1. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Yeah, shuts down That's, all the aggro. shuts down. Yeah, shuts down a lot of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you happy with that for the? That's oh, my we'll, pick we'll, so far. We'll yeah. yeah, common from this very smelly pack. <laughs> they smell really strong. Yeah, it's, first... I think it's a type of ink they might be using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ooh. it's much more chemical stinky than any of the other ones. Yeah, if, if this pod takes a turn for the worst, and let's say we're just getting real high off the magic. <laughs> Under City Uprising is uh, a gold card common. Uh, it's two uh, and a black and a green for a sorcery. Creatures you control gain death touch until end of turn. Then target creature you control fights target creature you don't control. That's probably my pack one, pick one. Oh, yeah, Under yeah. City Uprising, yeah. yeah. That's I great. Really? I haven't loved it when I've played it so far um, just because you don't have heaps of stuff that will survive fighting another thing. Yeah, I mean... The, 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 but you do it with Burglar Rat or, like, Generous Strike yeah. or something. I mean, right? the, yeah. the card essentially reads Sacrifice a Creature, Destroy a Target Creature. Yeah, yeah. and all yeah. your other random shit gets death yeah. touch for, for whatever that means. like a price we would yeah. pay. But, yeah. would you, but, but <laughs> Bone Splinters is Sacrifice a Creature, Destroy a Target Creature, and that costs one mana. That's actually a very good point. Yeah, yeah. so... Not sure how the death touch is. Yeah. yeah. And pack one, pick one. This, I mean, I, Anthony never tells us to worry about this. He says, just pick the best card. It all This does sign you up for a Golgari, though, doesn't it? Or you That's splash true. it early mm. on. That's true. Uh, Clayton, who... Uh, famous Perth magic grinder. He um, was 
played his first GP at Grand Prix Melbourne on the weekend, and he was splashing for two copies of this card in his blue black deck, and we saw it go poorly for him. <laughs> oh, story qu- quite a lot. Yeah. So not worth the splash. I'll just say that. Not worth the splash. Going mm-hmm. dead weight so far. Dead weight. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, are you still going on the city uprising, or are we? Um, I'd probably stick with dead weight actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. We are into the uncommon cards. And we're starting off with Conclave Tribunal, three and a white for an enchantment. You can concave, you can concave it, you can convoke it. When Conclave Tribunal enters the battlefield, exile target non-land permanent opponent controls until Conclave Tribunal leaves the battlefield. I'd rather draft white. I would much rather draft yeah. white. Than, than, I'd take the yeah, yeah, yeah. This that, card's that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. When you play a creature it's, it's, and this and just get rid of their best threat on the board for like It's nothing. any permanent, isn't it? Anything apart from lands, yeah. Okay, not like, I mean, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of their disinformation campaign that they keep triggering with their <laughs> Nartvale sprite. Get rid of yeah. their artifact that's really bothering you. Get rid of their enchantment that's on one of your creatures. So we're really saying anything but a land? Anything yeah. but a land. Oh, wow. That's, this that's, is one of the best. heavy stuff. I yeah. think this is one of the best first picks in that's this. That's right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that's that's cool. We just stepped up into the uncommons, starting with the heavy hitters. <laughs> okay, the second uncommon is Selective Snare, X and a blue for sorcery. Return X target creatures of the creature type of your choice to their owner's hand. That, that'd this be is nasty against uh, tokens, right? Against the right deck, yeah, but it's more of a sideboardy it's card. A sideboard card yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, they, it, is it for against like like tokens? The only. Uh, guild that has really consistent creature types. Creature types is Boros because they got a lot of yeah. soldiers, humans, yeah, uh, angels, angels. I mean, I mean it, if you're it, returning it, multiple it, angels, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. If, if they're playing enough, angel yeah. tokens, you're already screwed. So <laughs> yeah, um, but the rest is pretty kind of all over the place. Like Golgari's like beasts and trolls mm. and humans and yeah, it's oh, it's hard this... to hit more than two things. With yeah. This. I sideboarded it against Boros if, if they have a bunch of tokens. So is this, is this a card for a different format? Yeah, if, if it was in the tribal format, it would be insane and excellent because yeah. you just bounce their entire board of pirates and they lose on the spot. <laughs> yeah, this would have been great and excellent. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. Wow, so that's it. The uh, different power of a card in a different set. <laughs> okay, our final uncommon card is Status and Statue. You can cast Status for a hybrid black-green it's an instant. A target creature gets plus one, plus one, and gains death touch until end of turn. And statue is two, a black, and a green. For an instant, destroy target artifact, creature, or enchantment. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good, but How it doesn't beat... pretty good? It seems pretty versatile. Uh, oh, it is. It's yeah. it's just less versatile than Conclave Tribunal. Conclave Tribunal is much more yeah. um, And And this, like, to be able to do the really good bit, you have to be in black and green. Yep. And if this is doing a lot of similar stuff for a similar mana cost, you may as well just stay in the one, yeah, one exactly. color. Because yeah. this leaves you, you open to... to yeah. yeah, exactly. You haven't committed to any other color. Mm. All right, we don't have a foil. Uh, we have a... It's a rare. Uh-huh. It is. It's Ritual of Soot. Two, oh, yeah. oh, playable card, yeah. Two and two black for a sorcery. Destroy all creatures with converted mana cost three or less. This card's a huge blowout. Oh, yeah. When it, when it goes off. Yes. Because they go one drop, Very two drop, three so. drop, and you go, I oh, blow up all your shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, for, for four mana. 
Yeah. Would I take it over Conclave Tribunal? Though? I just haven't heard of this card. I just it doesn't mm. register as something. I, I not that I would no. I'd, Conclave Tribunal seems like the best one, right? I I'd stick with Conclave Tribunal mostly because so. I'd rather draft a red white than like green black or Demir. I think I really like playing control decks in this format. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like playing Boris as much because I feel like I never get the right, the right, the perfect pieces. mix of yeah. mentor and good things to mentor and removal and and whatever. Yep. When Boris comes together, it feels like the biggest sledgehammer. Yep. Mm. But yep. you can draft a pretty consistent Demir control deck because every Demir card has surveil on it. Yes. Um, so I would take Ritual of Sir, I think, and really just punish the really? aggro decks. Yeah, See, in but this my is ma- th- in my magic world. David's <laughs> <laughs> magic I'm, world. I'm staring down a, a I'm getting a beat down mm-hmm. from some five mana five five. Yeah, ugly flyer and just piece of crap, and yeah. I just can't deal with it. I'm looking at Ritual of Soot in my hand. Yeah. And I'm wishing, wow, Conclave Tribunal would be great right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I, that's what would happen. That's how I feel. It always goes down for me. I don't want so I don't want any limitations like that, you know. I, but I, yeah, I, I actually completely, I completely agree. I, oh, I don't know, but I, I know the power of the the, the, the power of Ritual, Ritual of Soot is, is high. But I do get the flexibility yeah. of Conclave Tribunal is you can get rid of an aggressive three drop, or you can get rid of Niv Mizzet. Mm. Or Aurelia, or a Planeswalker. Mm. But equally, Maybe sometimes you get in a hiding from five or six creatures that and are just go, not worth spending your, removal your on. Guy, yeah, <laughs> and you go, I'll Conclave Tribunal one of this, two, this you one, two, died. two. It's like, what a waste. Yeah. And you're still going to lose. And Ritual of Soot just kill a lot of them. That feels fantastic. But I just don't feel like that happens as much. I mean, what else is in the pack, though? I mean, like, what could possibly wheel around? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, with white, nothing. There's There's one other red card and one other white card in the pack and the rest is black, green and blue. Mm. Uh, I mean, if that were the case, if I were to look at the rest of the pack, I'd probably just go original suit. More so... You're more uh, likely... You're more likely to, to wheel... Something yeah, like something something back, something small. And the, the biggest ball worm's going to come around and you're going to be wishing you had Conclave Tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing to block him with no um, wheeze. This is actually coming? very interesting between these two cards because yeah. one is... Gets anything, but only one thing, and Ritual of Soot just, just protects you better than anything against aggro. As long as it's small. As long as it's small, yeah. 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 <laughs> Tuffy, I would take Ritual of Soot because I haven't played with it very much, and I want to play with it more and see how it is. Yeah, fair. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Zach, you... I'd, I'd probably just keep Conclave Tribunal. Yeah. I just like drafting Boros, so yeah, <laughs> a little I, bit I, of advice on that one. That feels like the safe one. Also, yeah. easier casting costs if you spice That's true. Yeah. That is very totally. true, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Okay, Zach, who are we going to give this to? Uh, we'll give this to Rob. Uh, Rob Grimsley. I think that's his last name, Grimsley. Grimsley, Grimsley. Yeah, that, Grims, Grimsley. 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 Yeah. Grims. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the question was great. You know, like, we actually searched up a bunch of cosplays in, uh, during the break and we couldn't find any Wii U Dragonaut cosplays. So we're, so, we're going to do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. next Zach GP. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> GP Sydney, GP. look out for us. <laughs> Zach and Aaron, Wii U Dragonauts. I'll, as the intro said, I'll be there as the poopy Dragonaut. <laughs> you could be the thing that we ride on. <laughs> what? The little thing huh? that they've Hang got on, in the sky. <gasps> what? <gasps> what? <laughs> All right. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up for for Rob, and we're gonna play a bit of MTG Card Quiz right after this. MTG Card Quiz, seven land hand, it's a real quiz. Seven land hands, MTG Card Quiz. Do you recognise it? 
No, I, I, oh good, it's from, it's it's from Sesame Street. Uh, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's from Seven Land Hand Street, Street Avenue. <laughs> Avenue. Um, all right, MTG card quiz. Uh, it's UMA, which stands for You Me Answers. <laughs> if you said it to Zach, you say You Me and Aaron. Ah, oh. shit. Hang on, <laughs> got to redo the entire thing now. <laughs> MTG card quiz. You Me and Aaron. It says oh, here lovely. on the top of my page here. This is an 11 point game. Aaron's never lost, Whoa. Zach, so you're up against it. Oh, lovely. Um, never, never, ever. Uh, uh, so, what I've got, I've got three questions here, but they're all, you know, there's some sub questions. Sub questions. I've given you a pen. You might want to write some answers down. Oh, I've got to write them down. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not instant. Well, I'll read them oh, out to you. Right, right, right. Okay. Write them down, then we'll go back. All right. Here's question one MTG Card Quest. You were me. Which card from Ultimate... I've, I've also... I've tried to make this easy, but I've sure. said that in the past and it's been fucking difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Which card from Ultimate Masters illustrates a king who seems to have lost his bananas? Oh, God, what? <laughs> I don't know this one. <sighs> Which card from Ultimate Masters illustrates a king who seems to have lost his bananas? King that's lost his bananas. This, this is sad because I think maybe something Zach said earlier on in the show about not having played around a time. He'll be fine. <laughs> he knows. He Bias. knows. He knows this card. <laughs> I guarantee it. It's Zach's face. I wish I could capture forever. I'd... I think it's. We have. It's on the I, video stream. I think Whoa. it's. A... <laughs> I think I know the answer. I just don't think the card is printed in Ultimate Ultimate Masters. Well, write it down. It's better write it down. I might have made a mistake. <laughs> I haven't made a mistake. Uh, question two. Uh, I might have made a mistake. I don't know. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Aaron Gavin you looked like, no, no. Oh, you've messed up horribly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where you're driving. <laughs> right. Question two. The UMA box stoppers, as discussed earlier, in Seven Land Hand, episode 133, Mephitic Vaping, or something close to that. <laughs> the UMA box stoppers have everyone excited, and with this, the Tarmogoyf is back. Which previous sets have also seen a Tarmogoyf card? Is this um, multi? Yeah, multi answered. Multi answers. Pretty much name every set that Tarmogoyf's appeared in, other than Ultimate Masters. Oh dear God, I can't remember. Yeah, under the pressure now. So right. The, spot, the spotlight's on. I didn't study for this, man. <laughs> oh, you can't. You can't. It's just so random. It's, it's very just, hard it's to study for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I try to. I try to keep it coming from all angles. As um, how many different answers, or is that what's that? Is how many different answers? I don't want to say. Okay, good. Just to keep it, you know. Good. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you just give him the finger behind yeah. the board. I do it all the time. <laughs> you're in half a chance. All right, because I don't think you got the question one, but it's good if you think he'll kick himself for it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, question three. There will be three different images used for the Ultimate Masters booster pack art. Which characters are portrayed in this art? Also, there's a bonus. Can you name the artists who created these images? Oh, God, I'm going to look so bad for these. <laughs> no, nah, don't worry about it. Um, three characters yeah, on the booster so, pack art. Oh, yeah. man. So the booster oh, pack okay, art. Oh, okay, I think I know. Hang on. Three characters on the booster pack art. Uh, can you name who those characters are? And can you say the artists that created the images? I mean, with my perpetual shout out to the artists. Cheers. <laughs> mm. 
Okay, so a quick flashback through the questions while the guy's thinking about it. Which card from Ultimate Masters illustrates a king who seems to have lost his bananas? Question two was the Ultimate Master box toppers. Have everyone excited? And with this time, a guy is back with a full art image which is garbage, as we pointed out earlier. <laughs> which previous sets have seen a Tarbon Goyf card? Um, and question three is, there'll be three different images used for the UMA booster pack art. Which characters are portrayed in this art? And for a bonus point, can you name the artists who have created these images? Ooh, I like it. Guys seem to be scrapping together some answers, so we could have something close going on here. Let's go to the top. Here we go. Let's go to the top. All right, Zach, I'm going to have to let you lead this one off because you look most confused by question one. Yeah. Um, Which card from Ultimate Masters illustrates a king who seems to have lost his bananas? Greed? The, the Greed King? I don't know. I, th- I think the card's called Greed. I'm not too sure. Is he going to kick himself? Tassiga? The Golden oh, Fang. With the bananas. Right. The, okay. Mm. He's the Banana King. The I banana get it, king? I get Remember it. Remember the banana the, king? Yeah. Were you playing when the banana king was about? I knew Tasker was around, but I didn't know that was what, what it was called. There's yeah. bananas in his original artwork. Right, okay. So, oh, yeah, he's got a little bowl of fruit. Mm, yeah, 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 okay, I remember and now, bowl yeah. bowl of fruit, everyone zoned in on the bananas. Right. He was the banana king. Banana king. Yeah. <laughs> banana man. Um, All right, I get that, I Tassiger. get that. But he doesn't, in the new artwork for your mate, no bananas. He's just weird, really? skinny... Looking... Like it made sense before. This is some weird skinny dude lounging around, but he had bananas. Everyone was like, okay, I'm a bull. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. But now, no bananas. Who is this guy? Who is he? Pandemonium. How dare he show up in magic without bananas <laughs> and so forth. All right. So, oh, so that's Aaron one. See how easy it is to lose at this one? Right, God. Oh, it's rough. Magic card, please. <laughs> Uh, you made box toppers of everyone excited and with this Tarmogoyf is back well, so just name the sets Tarmogoyf has appeared in Aaron don't go through them all give us one and I'll go back and forth between the two of you Modern Masters 2 uh, which is called what year? 2015 yeah yeah cool did you have that one? I put MM2 so okay, that'll yeah do, that'll that's do. good alright so that's one each cool cool yeah uh, what have you else have you got? Future Sight? Was yeah. in that one? Did you have I also have Future Sight. Yeah. Future Sight, yeah, that's correct. Future Sight. So, Future Sight, we're done. What else we got? Modern Masters 3, 2017. Uh, I got MM3, MM3 as well. Yeah, so. that's cool. That's correct. So, each get a point for that. And who are we on now? Zach. Me. What else? There's another one. I put Modern Masters 1. I also put Modern Masters 1. Oh, yeah. full max for everybody! Hey! hey. Well, man. <laughs> That's all right. It's I all might right. lose this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> if I get slain by Zach, that would be... No, that's, well, that's never happened before, ever. Moly. No one's ever won. <laughs> no, I've never and lost. Sometimes we forget. If, let, anyway, if that has happened. Question three. <laughs> there will be three different images used for the UMA box uh, booster pack art. Forget about the box thing. I, didn't, I don't know where that word came from. Which characters are portrayed in this art? Bonus, can you name the artists who created these images? So let's go for the characters first, taking turns, starting with Zach. What have you got? I want to say Noble Hierarch. I'm not too sure. Okay, Noble Hierarch. It's a good guess. Uh, Aaron, what have you got? Do you have that? No, you did not have that. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's not a correct answer. Oh. Aaron, what did you have? Nothing. <laughs> bit, of, bit of Blossom Fairies. Did you, did you have Bitter Blossom Fairies? No, I didn't no. actually realise the card was really that. I didn't even know that was a card. Um, <laughs> no, it's just Bitter Blossom. But the character? The fairies, the fairies on the and Bitter on the Blossom? <laughs> mm. 
Uh, Zach, what, what else have you got? Uh, Snapcaster. Oh, Snapcaster May. These, oh no, hang these on. have been on packages. These in the have past, been on packs. I'm probably thinking but of those. Not on on this on one. Ultimate Masters. I'm seriously yeah. blanking. I wrote down nothing for this category. <laughs> Don't say that now because you might have a oh. flash of brilliance. Oh, yeah. During the question, um, did you have Snapcaster Mage? No. Don't worry about it. It's not a correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, this is your last chance to come up with something that might be uh, a booster pack art. It's never, I've never seen this this blank come from Aaron before. This is this is shocking. I, don't, I haven't actually seen anything of a packaging at all. Liliana by Steve Argyle. Liliana of the Veil. Liliana of the Veil. Do you have Liliana of the Veil? I do not. Liliana of the Veil is a correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron gets oh. a mark. Yes. Yeah. All right. Clutch. Can you name? The artists, <laughs> Zach, can you name any artists that, uh, this is weird now because maybe I should tell you the actual answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go a shootout for the art. For the artists. Ma- maybe I can, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Liliana of the Vale. Steve Argyle. Nice cheating. <laughs> and Aaron had that as well. So, wow, you did well there. All right. The Liliana of the Veil vale is one of them. Uh, Khan Liberated is the second. Ah, that's just, so they put him on the pack again because I'm pretty sure he was on. He MM, was on MM two. Yeah, one something. of the yeah, one, one master one packs. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate, uh, no, uh, iconic masters. Wasn't he? No, 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 no iconic. Um, yeah, it was one MM of the two or three. Yeah, yeah. one of the master packs. Uh, I or think Domin- that's Jason. Dominaria? Wasn't he Dominaria? Was he the first? Different one. Simon yeah, Berza. different. Different artwork. No, this okay. one be. I think it was liberated. Jason. Jason Chan did Khan Liberated. But, Would but, you like to take a guess at who painted uh, Khan Liberated? Oh, God. I have no idea. I'm actually really bad at this. Uh, Jason Chan? That is the correct po- answer. Hey! <laughs> oh, nice. And it's the right way to cheat as well. Yeah. well done. <laughs> Not if, enough people lead into that. Yeah. Well right? done. Yeah. Yeah. It's the easiest thing to do. If someone else guesses it and you have nothing, say what they just yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Khan Liberated is by Jason Chan. And that's why I was nervous about saying Vampire Night Hawk earlier on. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, fair, fair. Classic. All right. Here's the, here's the weird one. Vengevine. Venge oh, Vengevine. He's going to be the third one. Uh, <laughs> now, can you say who painted Vengevine? Oh, God. <laughs> I've seen the art a hundred times and I've yeah. never really paid attention it's to got, the like, artist. It's really, yeah. it's really spiky. So much movement. Yeah. And there's just so much like Whoa. velocity to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like who? these other Ooh. paintings by this Ooh. guy who does all the art. Yeah. Like the spiky bits and the, oh, oh. my God. I can like take off names off people who didn't do it. There's definitely not RK Post that there one I know. Go, yeah. <laughs> it's probably not Therese Nielsen either, <laughs> or Rebecca Gay, or John Avon, <laughs> famous land artists. Yeah, take John a stab. Matt. Noah Bradley, maybe. It is Raymond Swanland. It's Raymond Swanland. Uh, yeah. He does the, the very spiky, all the spiky movement. Know, crash the blood right, braided. Right. And... All right, it's nine mm. six to Aaron. Killing it, Ugh. considering you had nothing. Rushing. All right, uh, we'll be back after this with another segment, whatever that might be. Topic discussion. Mm. Welcome back. Oh, such a such a hard hitting MTG card quiz. Coming yeah. straight out of that, straight into oh, the topic boy. discussion. Do the boys have the stamina for it? I think they do. Aaron, you just came back from GP Melbourne. We are playing off for a place in the London uh, Pro Tour. Mm. And so uh, have you packed your bags for the Pro Tour? Uh, what colour T-shirt will you be wearing? Um, have you got new spectacles to make you look important on the feed? 
all didn't, that sort of stuff. I packed all those things, and then, then, and then they told me 102nd at GP Melbourne out of 850 players, not good enough. To what? Get an <laughs> no, <laughs> disgusting. That's disgusting. How dare they? They told us the top 103 would yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just made it. Yeah. The guy who came 103rd was very excited. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, sealed is a grueling, grueling experience <laughs> at the Grand Prix level. Doing four rounds, <sighs> right? It's like, it's, hap- it's hard to go four nil at a pre-release. Let's be real. You yeah. cut like people aren't going every single pre-release they go to. They go four nil. Hmm. If I go to a pre-release, I expect to go three one. Yeah, and our four nil, one in every three or four or something. I'll go did, two two every now and then, and then once in three years, did I'll we go do four nil with the flying frog? <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. praise be, um, <laughs> praise be to flying frog Yagle. Yagle, yeah, Yagle um, yeah. I have not been playing all that much um, sanctioned uh, tournament paper magic over the last mm-hmm. couple of years, so I didn't have any buys for the main event. So I usually go and play uh, Grand Prix Trials on the Friday to try and uh, start the main tournament with two buys. Played a few on the Friday here, didn't win any. Went home and had a sleep. So they and, don't, if if you you go on the Friday and you try and get some, you play for some buys. Mm-hmm. If you do poorly, it's not like they put you in a corner and point at you and laugh on the Saturdays. It means nothing. <laughs> no, it, it means nothing. It's only win. It's, it's only, only win. Only up. Oh, if you right, if yeah. you go four nil in the Grand Prix trial, you start the first day with two as buys. if you hadn't even played. As Friday. if you hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. Um, if, if not, some people didn't even go on the Friday mm. and you can just turn up on the Saturday and, and do whatever. In the past, I've had one buy just from building up points during the year. So if you get 1,300 um, Planeswalker points, you start off with a buy. And I'm getting pretty close to it this season because I did okay at this GP. Um, so what you have to do then is be there for 9 a.m., register a sealed deck that you have to play all day with, nine rounds of magic... They yeah. go for 50 minutes with about a 10-minute gap afterwards. See, I don't even think I could do that. Yeah, that's just grueling. It's it incredibly is. grueling. It's 12-plus hours of not mm. playing Magic. There's a lot of shitty downtime in the middle as well because if you just crush your opponent yeah. and you're half an hour to the round ends, it's 45 minutes before you're sitting and playing another match. But you went, you played Demir as well, so you're, you're signing yourself up for a long game every time. Yeah, mm. and I love playing control decks at Grand Prix as well, like yeah. in Constructed. So, like, I set myself up for this, but that's why buys are so important. Yeah. Uh, and, and why, if you're close to kind of grinding up to, to doing that, you just set yourself up for a day where you only have to play seven rounds instead of nine. It's just like a huge, huge boon. This is the first time I played nine rounds in, like, a long time, and it was with Sealed Deck. Opened a sealed deck it was pretty good. Mm. Um, Doom Whisperer was MVP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, almost other cards had surveil, but not really heaps and heaps of removal. So if they played, oh, I don't know, Nullhide Ferox or Aurelia, things that have more than four toughness, I, my main remove was two Artful Takedown. Oh boy, uh, and and two Dead Weights. Uh, so I could like stem the flow against aggro and then beat him with with whatever shitty sphinx and quasi duplicates and stuff that I had. Yeah, um, had like unexplained disappearances. I think <clears throat> I had I had one, but it, yeah. it like kind of delays the inevitable yeah, against yeah, that sure. kind of stuff. Um, so I lost round three, I think, to Aurelia because I just had no answer to it in my in yeah, my deck. Right. Yeah, um, and then I ended up going. 
four and one or five and one, and then I lost my seventh round uh, with this pretty solid deck to just a deck that was like mine, but but bit bit grindier, better removal. And did they do Swiss pairings or they continued to Swiss, Swiss pairings? Yeah. Okay. So you're always playing someone with the same record as you, yeah. and then uh, I after I lost that one, I needed to win one more to make day two. Yep. Um, because they cut it off at round eight. If you have three losses or more, they just wipe just you out. You out yep. And then you play one more round to set you up for day two. Squeaked in at 6-2. And then round nine, sat down and the pressure's off because I just get to come back and draft no matter what now. Yeah. Played against this <clears> dude, beat him pretty resoundingly game one. But game two, he draws the absolute gun sideboard card for the grindy Demir matchup, Drowned Secrets. Which is every time you play blue yeah. spell, mill someone for two. Yeah. Yeah. Trash against so many decks in the format, <laughs> but in this against you on the on uh, the, the thing video as well, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Um, and you just go, I can't. I'm blue black. It has literally no way to deal to with, deal with that. Yeah, yeah. With the drown secrets, and yep. they just mill you out because you're killing him really slowly. And he played it on turn two in game two, and on oh, turn two no. in game three, and I just yeah. ate, ate it and, and died. Um, got to throw that sealed deck away afterwards. Thank God, I was like, <laughs> in the bin! Like, oh, really? I, I threw it the hell oh. out. I kept the Doom Whisperer with the... With yeah. the, um, the little stamp on. Oh, there's no stamp on the sealed deck. Oh, Sorry, on day yeah. one. But I kept the Doom Whisperer, which is quite bent now, because I played nine <laughs> rounds, just <laughs> riffle shuffling yeah, yeah, yeah. it over and over and over. Wow, um, what sleeves are you using? Uh, Dragon Shield matte art sleeves, the Gael ones. Um, green and white, gorgeous sleeves. Got compliments about them all day. Oh, yeah. Very so nice sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. They're really grubby now because I had my sweaty hands all over. <laughs> um, was just absolutely cooked after that. So, what first time of the day? day does that finish? 10 p.m. 10 p.m. You're done. Mm. And what time are you due to come back? 9 a.m. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So I was like mentally just like yeah. completely drained. Completely yeah. drained. You got you eat a bit of food and you just crash out because your brain is you burn through yeah. so much glucose like thinking through these things and so you have to be eating the whole day um to stay alert and awake. I was having like coffees at like, you know, periods, but that's <laughs> not good for you either because then you find it hard to sleep. Yeah. So, um, and then this car alarm was going off. <laughs> I was staying with some friends and this car alarm was going off in the street. But I was, like, the pressure was off because really my magic career at yeah. the moment is drafting on day two at a GP. That's, like, my dream. Because I sit you down, you get to draft a, a, a brand new deck um, and you get to do it timed and you get to do all these clever, clever things and, and adapt on the fly and whatever. And it feels like... You're a lot more in control of your fate than in sealed. Yes, and draft is eighty so. percent plus of of magic that I play um, outside of big tournaments. Um, so I just I just love drafting. Um, regardless, sat down to draft at nine a.m. I am so tired. I've just barely woken up. Um, draft this uh, the signals. Oh, I got put in a six man pod because I was oh, like near no. the bottom of the standings, yeah. and so they need to kind of like flum the numbers so. The people at the very bottom were in a seven-man pod, but then the other ones all broke evenly into eights apart from us, and they put us in a six. Right. And a six-man pod is always low-power-level decks because there's a smaller pool to choose from um, uh, from the cards. So I've drafted this, like, blue-red spells matter, like Murmuring Mystic and Goblin Electromancer and stuff. Oh, yeah. But... I have to splash black for good removal, so I have two artful takedowns and, and stuff in there as well. 
and I'm splashing for like yesterday, in, which he put in his and yeah, just yeah. slipped them in there. <laughs> um, and that deck ended up going well. I mean, I ran good against this guy who was super aggro, Boros. He just didn't draw his right curve. I lost to um, the guy who got past every green white card at the table. Oh, no. So he was the only Selesnia drafter out of six. He could have had two camaraderies. He just had Luxed- venerated Luxodon. Hang on, so you're playing within the pod that you well, play. You, yeah. you do with, you play yeah. within the pod. So um, you luckily you only play people who drafted yeah. from that same terrible pool of six. Yeah. Yeah. Weaker decks playing against each other. Weaker decks playing against each other. On the same plan, which yeah. meant that I could go 2-1 with, with yeah. that deck, which which I did, um, which is pretty great. Uh, still live for winning some prize money, especially if I win the second draft. Take a very aggressive bent in the second draft and just go, I'm just going to go balls to the wall like green-white aggro because I, it seemed to be what was being passed to me. Much, much, much happier with my deck. But it just didn't come yeah. together. I didn't curve out against anyone. The first guy I played just had a counter spell for everything that I played. What? He just went... Uh, uh, ionize um, four mana, one devious cover up um, sinister sabotage and I was like seriously because I like <laughs> baited because I knew that he had at least one yeah, baited yeah. it and then I was like here we go affectionate Indrik play it to fight your guy and he's like I'll counter that one as well and I was like <laughs> <laughs> what this like, is main boarded as well ma- just main boarded that's yeah. weird what's absurd against green white like I was like 15 and a half land aggro like yeah 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 but you know, that's one of those uh, entitled feelings you get. Where you're like, of course he had <laughs> yeah, yeah. four <laughs> counter spells against the the five one drops deck. In, in that my life, I in didn't magic. draw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, you know, that happens. Uh, won my second round, and then round three, playing against this Golgari guy, who if he stabilizes will just beat me because he's got multiple crowd foragers and the, the worm, uh, Vigus ball worms, mul- multiples. Yeah, but if I get on the board ahead of him, I just roll him. Game one, roll him. Game two, he plays Crow Forager, Crow Forager, Vigus Ball Worm, Vigus Ball Worm with like six creatures in his bin. GG. So I so he gained like a million life, and I couldn't get past him. Game three, Mulligan to five on the play, and don't draw my third land. So Grand <laughs> Prix nice. over. Like oh. so, I went one two in my second draft with what felt like a better deck. You know, that's you can't keep one landers mulligan the seven away. Yeah, yeah. Even in a deck that's full of one drops, you just can't. Like, and on the play, I was like, if I draw a really great curve, I can still win. Yeah, and I got got to end things. Yeah, yeah. and Game but then screwed. I draw two lands, one drop, two drop bounty of might, right? Which you can just steal games with. Yeah, but it costs six. Yep. On turn two, who plays a burglar rat? And I have to choose between <laughs> discarding. Oh, yeah, sorry. I've been telling the story slightly wrong. He plays Burglar Rat, and I have the choice to discard either Bounty of Might or my third land. Right. And I go, I am not going to win this game because he got so many more cards than me. So I kept the Bounty of Might because I, I was like, I just need to draw a bunch of lands, hit him a bunch, and then 10 him with Bounty of Might. Yep. Which is like plus nine, plus nine. Uh, and and then I didn't draw my third land. So it was a calculated risk mm. in a game that I was going to lose to put myself in a position where I could win against the odds. I don't know whether that was the correct decision. Obviously, in hindsight, it doesn't seem like the right decision, but 
Well, that doesn't necessarily in in that situation. That's that's the, the decision portray, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like you know that might have been the best decision at that time, mm. and whatever the percentage is, you know, it's <clears throat> you might win seventy five percent of the time for making that decision. Mm-hmm. But you were in on this occasion in the twenty five percent where you lose. I think make, it was it was like forty nine to fifty one yeah. percent. It's like, <clears throat> are you more likely to win this game by? keeping your third land and playing random, silly, crappy aggro creatures you draw, or are you, is the only way you're going to win this game by drawing four lands over the next six turns and you sneak in enough damage with the stuff you've got and then you play Bounty of Might and kill him out of nowhere? It seemed more likely that I win via that than playing Curving Out with crappy idiots. Um, <laughs> so... <clears throat> I don't know. Calculated I, risk. I, I, I'm coming out with crappy idiots is how you described the last time we went to the pub with Mishka. So, <laughs> somebody should be somebody should picked be up to. some. No, <laughs> <not gonna say. laughs> yeah. um, but that's that's the whole process, isn't it? It's, it's such yeah. a. But what, so, what time did the day two end up for you? Uh, it's only six rounds. We do two drafts, so ended up about. Four and that's four when and that's when the whole thing wrapped up as well. So if you uh, n- won one, or do you go on from there? So like you play one every single game. If you won every single game, you probably qualify for the top eight, and then you draft a third time. Oh mm. right. So um, Denby, local judge yeah. and previous WA state champion, uh, was judging this event, and he actually called the top eight draft. So it was like oh. count out fifteen cards to uh, count out fourteen cards to the player on your left. All right, draft. And and pick up the next pack. Do this kind of thing and, yeah. and all, this, all this stuff. Um, so and you were like, I know that guy's voice. Said, I, know, I know him. Yeah. And he said the players were just making so many oh, basic no, math really? mistakes because you just you played eighteen rounds of magic over two days, yeah. like, uh, and you just wrecked. Hey, it's intense. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, and you've already qualified fair. for the pro tour. You can make some mistakes. Man. Yeah, like, true. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I don't care anymore. We're just playing for the money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so, so that was Grand Prix Melbourne, yeah. I was. Um, I wonder how you get that sort of stamina, though. If it's just, you know, just playing lots and lots of games is is probably how you get the stamina, isn't it? Mm, it's just, you yeah. just get used to thinking, and so it just becomes you're not making decisions for the first time yeah. when you're doing. Yes, it. and yeah. the, the the Grand Prix that the constructed standard Grand Prix that I've done the best in in the past, which was uh, Manchester and Kuala Lumpur, I knew those decks intimately yeah and uh you you kind of saw outside of the game and you'd make broad strategic green lines green lines of code yeah Yeah. (laughs) woman in a red dress brunette red hair um i mean like like the deck just becomes second nature to you become second nature yeah yeah. so and some dude transgresses the mind that's morpheus (laughs) (laughs) he transgresses the mind you on turn two and he takes the wrong thing and you're like I've won. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. just going to take me some time to kill you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, no, but like intimately knowing that yeah. very, very, very cool to, to feel that flow of your deck. And, yeah. And, and I've been to yeah. the end of that, you know, where I'm just playing for fun or, mm. you know, like I've, I've sort of got some sort of momentum. I feel like I know what I'm doing and I do a play and you sort of feel that shift in the per- more experienced, but per- you know, the person you're playing is more experienced. You feel that shift in them in the seat. Yeah. You just go, I've already lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, lost I still this feel like game. I'm in the group. It's all cool. We're 2020. We're both got the same life totals. And the way his body language has changed told me that I've just lost because yeah. of what I just did. And sometimes it's like I let out an audible. Uh, like <laughs> my demeanor in Grub Priest changes when they make a mistake, and I go, 
Now I can talk to this person. Now I can be like, <laughs> yeah. where are you from? Are you from Melbourne or whatever? Yeah, that's when you know like, you've got the game. You're like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just going to be some time. And the the dude that I played... Passing them on the head. <laughs> kind of. I mean, like, this dude that I played in the last round, he, he was like... No idea how it got so far, man. Like it's um, it's really cool to get here, but I don't really play Magic super well. And I was like, he's either bullshitting me, yeah. or his deck is fucking crazy. Yeah, and his deck had heaps of bomb rares in it. I just had to maneuver around them while he played them not optimally. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But you can get to that far in a Grand Prix just by having four rares on color and just going Aurelia. You kill it, Tajik. Yeah. Att- attack you with a bunch of stuff. So it's just about maneuvering around that, and but once I'd known that I had him or whatever, I could relax, a relax lot more. a bit, yeah. you know, like like <gasps> operate like a normal human yeah, being again. Aaron yeah. have a people yeah. that he's defeated horribly. In <laughs> <laughs> That's only people he keeps, keeps in contact with. I've not actually played any of my friends at a Grand Prix. She's pretty lucky. I've heard a lot about Perth people, players just, yeah, just team killing each other. Each other. Yeah, it's really yeah. rough. Yeah. Mm. So that was GP Melbourne. Like, it was, it's uh, our pleasure to have you here today, Zach, just because we no, talked to you. you briefly after the uh, Good Games Magic Championship in Melbourne. That's right. Things slowly here. It's like in, I was there, you were there. Melbourne. We're all there. <laughs> what were we doing? Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, PAX. And um, yes. that was a, like a long road to get to that as well, wasn't it? That was, you know, like a, a yeah. whole year's worth of getting the the points up so you can compete in the store championships and the state championships, all that sort of stuff. Are you going to need part of the narrative for that? You know, what's, what's going through your head through all of that because journey? You, and, and tie it into something you said earlier, which yeah. is you don't feel like you're a competitive particularly player. competitive player. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I just like playing Magic. So, like, honestly, when I saw, like, the, the advertisement for it, it's like, oh, like, store shows, I'll just go and play. Yeah. And I mean, like this was this was the period of red black, you know, red black uh, mid range back in the previous standard. So mm-hmm. I was already pretty in tune with the deck. I like I love the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really versatile. It could be aggro, mid range, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I had my own little like spin on the deck, and I thought I was really in tune with it. Like, oh, I'll give this a shot, you know. Uh, and sure enough, I somehow managed to win the store champs, mm. just out of yeah. <laughs> just everything kind of. Lined up nicely, you knew deck yeah, well, exactly. the yeah, matchups yeah. were good, you didn't get completely screwed or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I think, uh, I think, I think I got into top four like barely because I, I lost against Denby. No, oh, sure. Uh, he was playing uh, Monogreen at the, the time. Cha- uh, yeah, it was the previous year's uh, champion. state champion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I lost to him in the cut uh, before the cut to the top eight, but then when it came to the cut to top four, I beat him. Mm. So again, like going back to what we're talking about variants and whatnot as yeah. well, like mm, a lot of luck yeah. in, uh, integrated to it. Um, but yeah, like the, the road leading up to that was just me like bored on a Saturday afternoon saying, I, sh- I want to play some magic. <laughs> you just yeah. went to the store. with the mates or are you just like coming down the store, just playing over and over again, just seeing what works? I mean, like, like uh, I, pra- I practice with, um, you know, like Nick Coe and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. like who, uh, who Nick and Kenneth, who are like high tier players in my in my opinion mm. and you know i i just play whatever whatever they tell me to play to be honest oh this deck is good play it and they'll teach me how to play it and yeah i'll just, I'll just you know see how you mm. go mm. yeah exactly like, yeah um but yeah I, th- I think leading up to that we were practicing a little bit but i wasn't too invested yeah in it it was just an opportunity for me to play magic again so did the, the success that you had in in, in getting to the finals yep. has that made you feel like maybe i can 
with a bit with with a yeah. concentrated effort, I could do even even better. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh, like you know, like oh god, like, this is actually real. Like I'm gonna play in like states kind of thing. You know, like yeah. I got excited for it, did a bit more practice. You know, leading up to states and whatnot. Because it's sort of like a bit of a wake up call, isn't it? Because it's you've you've won and succeeded and and gone through many hoops yeah, to get yeah. to a final series. Yeah. It, it's it's a big slap in the face saying, hey, you can, you can play this game exactly, mm. so, mm-hmm. and you did it without doing the kind of effort that perhaps normally would re- require so adding that effort in and play testing and that maybe the mm. the bar could be raised some more yeah mm. yeah yeah i mean like, like i mean that's of course I, I i do practice with other people as well like yeah. with the hopes of you know um doing better like achieving like higher um goals but at the same time i i, I see more myself more as more of a you know enthusiastic casual yeah. player so it's more, more like competitive a, maybe like, like more of an opponent for them to play test against so that you could, is that that's because you're not competitive I, 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 felt, I felt like that, that that time a lot uh that's what i felt like a lot of the time because yeah. like, oh you know like you guys are competitive players you know like, i don't mind helping you guys because that means i get to play magic i get to learn a little bit more mm. yeah you know that sort of thing yeah um but, but yeah i mean that was like leading up to the to the state champ uh sorry sorry to the store champs yeah. leading up to the state champs was a very different story right <laughs> I was not motivated at all to play state champs. Yeah, oh, really? yeah, because uh, um, it was most of the time I wasn't in a really good mental state. Right. So and you know I was actually thinking of not going because mm, yeah. I wasn't feeling too good. But I was like, oh, I need to get out of the house a bit more. You know, whatever. Exactly. I'll just go. It's, you know. Yeah. It's the thing sometimes, thank, isn't it? It's thank like, God I did the, go uh, as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it can also it can be the it's the diversion away from all that stuff, isn't it? it yeah. It exactly. Yeah. Different mental states. So you. Yeah, like, you know, we've all got things that you know, annoy us in life or yeah, make yeah, us yeah. worry in life. And those sort of things uh, help us concentrate on something that's completely removed from that. Exactly. And you get yeah. a bit of respite from all the other shit for a bit, right? And that's what yeah. recreation is all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just in case, I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling sad. I like playing magic. Hey, magic's happening today. I'm going to go play magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's just a straightforward thought process. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I didn't do too well in the constructed um, portion. I think I came in, like, I barely made it into the top. Eight, I believe right. it was a cut for the draft. Yeah, it was a twelve. With it, was a tol- yeah, it was a twelve. Which is a bit of an awkward, uh, yeah, a bit of an awkward position. Yeah, 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 yeah. said about that, the better. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, pl- I mean, played throughout the constructor thing, and you know, like got in barely. Yeah, and then in the draft portion, I just forced Boris. Yeah, like awesome. you, you went in there, which you ended up yeah. taking to the GGMC finals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. As a constructed deck. <laughs> because that's the weird thing that like not everybody picks up on is that there's rotation happens. A couple of weeks before the GGMC the actual finals thing, happens, yeah, yeah. so you're looking at a completely new deck. Well, everybody is. Yeah, yeah, Everybody's completely new meta, completely new decks to build. You know, like yeah. um, no one knows what's like the top deck to beat, or mm. you know, which is either incredibly exciting or incredibly intimidating. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because we were talking about if we talked about those basic tiers of getting a good deck, learning how to pilot it, and then learning a bit about what you're going to be playing against. Exactly. Yep. In this format, you're not necessarily sure. You can do the first two, but the third one, well, it could be anything. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. also you've got dudes coming from America that are going to have uh, decks that are completely out of the yeah, local meta game. Out of right? the meta, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you can be hitting with anything. Yeah, like uh, I, uh, I think leading up to the actual event, like I was pretty settled on green white. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was tokens. a late change for you, wasn't it? It was a very uh, literally the day before I flew it. I changed the deck, yeah, um, because green white. We did a lot of practice with it. Um, uh, Nick Cole likes to just oh, you know, like this deck yeah, is we'll great. Talk. It's really explosive, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I like just the thought of having to go against like all the board wipes. Like, just did not excite me at all. Mm. So you're expecting a meta full of 
Golgarian, blue Golgari, white. Yeah, blue white, yeah, yeah mono red. Which like. I think was what we were thinking. I thought there was going to be a lot more Golgari. Yeah, one, exactly. Yeah. One deck out of the eight, out of the eight players yeah. that was playing Golgari. Yeah. So, so with the, the late change, haven't had did that change your mental state as far as the like? You know, you haven't piloted this deck a thousand times. Yeah, is he yeah. going to this right? How are you yeah. feeling going in such a fresh deck? I was more excited to play this deck than I was to yeah. play green white because the green white deck scared me more than anything else. So I was it what like imploding on itself. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's just a case of like cool, I explode this turn. If they have an answer, then I'm just dead in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I wasn't too excited to pilot the deck. I was actually I actually played very reserved the entire time I was playing the deck. So I, yeah, I, the gr- red white. No, sorry, no, the, 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 the green white. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was really reserved on the deck, and I you know like. I made a lot of misplays because of that. It's like, oh god, what if he has a ritual suit or what if he has finality? Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy that thought process. It and made me ma- overthink too much as well. And the majority of the deck that you ended up playing is has sort of risen to become quite a popular deck now, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, would you would you still play it? Do you think you would still choose it in hindsight, or would you go for a, a different sort of a different deck for that day? Like, would I definitely would have still played with the same deck. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably make like one or two changes to it. Yeah. Um, but like, I think you were on the bad side of luck in that tournament i was yes yeah Yeah. like not to be the person to like blame you know luck but (laughs) yeah i I think it's i think it's always a bit of a trap to completely blame luck but you such a quick fire tournament format as well very fast yeah Um, Yeah. for sure you don't get a lot of chance for uh recovering yeah Mm. yeah i mean like like the deck operated fine in like the the game game ones and game two every single game i played well, went to game three and every single game three was me either drawing too many lands or being stuck on one land mm. yeah uh yeah so unfo- unfortunately i mean that's just luck yeah you know, yeah yeah i mean like I, was, I wasn't i wasn't too like you know like pissed off during the day i was actually really happy i was like, playing magic you know i know like, right yeah it's... i was like so excited i'm here you know i get a floor mm. out here to play magic but you know, like coming back, you know, after after like reviewing what I was like, damn it! If I drew like one extra land, I would have been I know, fine. Yeah. yeah, change change your whole um, the whole outlook. Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. Thing, yeah. After it's excitement great. is over, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that's that's the whole thing is it's the excitement of, of getting there and everything. How, how did you go with the the, the after again? Did it, you feel like because uh, you know just cutting it short? You know, it didn't go well, did it? It's no, like, you know, no. it didn't go well for you, but. Did you come away with the feeling of learning a lot? Or did you feel like, oh, I feel a bit crushed. I've got to recover and it might be, a, a, I've got to look at things differently. How was your, your post-tournament kind of, um, <laughs> yeah, mentally, you know, how did you wrap your head around it all? Where, I mean, where like, do you think you're at? I was just happy the entire time, to be honest. I, I did not feel any like pang of like regret or resentment or any anger or anything like that. That's no, great. Like that's, I, I, that's I, I was, awesome. I was just ecstatic to be there, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, yeah, I, I like the only thing the, I, the the fact that they give you kind of like a cash prize as well just for for going just for like showing, just up, for showing yeah, up, yeah, yeah, that's cool as well. Yeah, exactly. This does just sound like <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lab sh- <laughs> I'm not gonna lab shame it. We're sponsored by Good Games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> no, but it's it's part of the experience of it going. It's totally part of the experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of like you you make uh, top eight of the Grand Prix. And uh, you draft a sweet deck, and then you mulligan to four and mulligan to five, and then lose. You're not gonna be like, "I hate my life." You're like, yeah. "I qualify for the pro tour, man." Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. already got fifteen hundred dollars cash. I got a bit unlucky in a game. It's kind of like it gives you the uh, luxury of, of perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, already yeah. getting prizes. You're already in Melbourne and that sort of thing. Um, whereas. Uh, not doing so well in day two of the Grand Prix, it gave me a little bit of room to be like, 
slightly annoyed because I played 15 rounds of Magic, which, yep. which, which I obviously signed up for. Yep. I made day two and I drafted. I got to draft twice for for free, obviously. I paid yeah, yeah, yeah. tournament entry. Um, but my friend who bottled out on day one and then played side events all day on the Sunday just crushed all these side drafts and he left with like two and a half boxes of boosters. <laughs> right. So he ended up leaving uh. with more prizes than me. But he didn't have the shot at the big the experience. thing, yeah. And, yeah. and the experience of playing the main yeah. event and, and that as well. And every GP I don't make day two, I always make a bunch of yeah. prizes yeah. on on the on the Sunday on the side events. Like, yeah, that's why I'm interested in the whole the whole aftermath thing because you've mm. had you've had an experience which many players would love to have. Yeah, yeah, and most won't. Yeah. Um, that has to change the way you think about yourself as a player, though. Even though you come in here saying you're not a competitive player, it's got to shift something in you which makes you think. <laughs> Has it shifted something? Um, I have a better appreciation from the game, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, it was just great, you know, like, like playing and meeting other people who play the game as well, who are like, like, you know, just just great players as well. Not just great players, but like great people as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and yeah, that kind of just shifted my and not shifted my view, but more so like, you know, like clar- clarified things for me in a mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I mean, like, I enjoyed the game before, but now it's just like, hey, maybe I can take this to the next step. And yeah. also, yeah. it's got to give you that like so sense exciting. Of, uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit of a little bit of reassurance. Like if you're like, say you're talking about GP Sydney. Say you go to GP Sydney mm. and you're playing, and you're in a bit of a bind. You can also there's, there's got to be that sense of comfort where you're going. I've been in this sort of spot before. Mm. You know, I know how yeah, this yeah, rolls out. Extent, yeah. I can probably get out. These are my options to get out of this. Where for myself, you know, it'd probably just be sheer panic. It's like, ah, <laughs> this is my life in magic. <laughs> you know, it'd be one of those moments. And I'm accepting that it's going to go badly for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, this is different because yeah. you've gone through, you've jumped through so many hoops to get to that. Yes, uh, yes. That stage, the, right? Yeah, the experience. Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely given me like a, a better mindset, uh, mindset when it comes to like, uh, competitive or organized play mm-hmm. um i mean like the preparation leading up to it has you know taught me you yeah. know like, what it's like what to, it's like to, to, that, yeah. to have maybe to, listen yeah. to nick a little bit less is <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing we said when we got back nick nick advising you to change the, the deck nick! Like no. we went terribly. We're like oh nick how did that uh, deck go and i was like oh honestly the, like, like shout out to nick like, like i owe him so much yeah in terms of magic like yeah, he's, we were kidding him yeah okay. yeah but i mean like he, he's the one who guided me through like like just competitive magic full mm-hmm. stuff. Like he has been giving a lot of advice to me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, like a mini local team there that you should uh, drag off to a GP together, right? You're going to all travel together and do something like that, maybe. Yeah, that, that's why we were thinking about like GP Thailand because yeah. Oh, yeah. you all, all go? Yeah, that'd be I sweet. mean, like yeah, we'll, I mean, we've got plans for it, but yeah, who mm-hmm. knows? Yeah, yeah, awesome. that sounds good. Uh, okay, so we want to round out the topic discussion with a bit of uh, Ultimate Masters. You know, the the previews have been coming out. Yeah, yep, spoilers, that's right. I mean. Uh, what have we seen? What do we want to talk about? We've seen some box toppers. I think everyone's seen them. Yeah. So all now, the box toppers are... Like, this is the last master set that Wizards are going to do for... for a while. For, a, for the foreseeable fe- future. Is that what the quote is? Future? Yeah. 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 Foreseeable future. So they've really just jam-packed it full of great rares like Stirring Wildwood and Lava Claw Reaches because people were just <laughs> clamoring at the Wizards the games. The $1.50 like, man lines. Yeah, God. when are you going to reprint... Uh, sovereigns of Lost Alara at rare again, or um, are they, yeah. What's the percentage so far of of it's pretty, stuff we could it's do pretty without? High. It's yeah. Pretty, oh no, stuff we could do without low. low I mean, right. so trees of perdition. Obviously, 
there's the thing that happens every spoiler season. They go, Mythics, get hype. Yeah. Rares, get hype. Uncommons, oh, get hype. Uh, there's all the commons and all the limited garbage. Yeah. And they dump it all on you at the end and hope that... That you, you just get them over it, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though when you open a pack, that is most of what you're going to be looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the spoilers that came out today are... I'm pretty excited about them. What, what, uh, what rarity are they? They are rares to... Uh, common, commons to rares. Okay, cool. Um, and you have some uh, modern classic cards like Nourishing Shoal and Golgara Grave Troll, which were pretty expensive uh, now, this set before. is still designed yep. to be drafted. Yeah? It is? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've okay. seeded some archetypes, so I can already see the start of a Madness deck here. Uh, red-green Madness, I think. So, like, at common, you've got Faithless Looting, Reckless Worm, and um, uh, Wild Mongrel. And these are all, like, either discard outlets, ways to discard cards, and then yeah. things to cast with Madness when you when you discard them. Because because that's the, the design problem isn't it or the design puzzle to be solved is that you get uh you, you can put all these if you just put every great card or every card that we've got nostalgia for into a into a set mm. they're not going to play well together if you draw no, them no. so they've got to substitute stuff you'd like to see in out mm. and put cards that are generally low value in and mm. there's a lot of people that are buying ultimate masters for the uh, investment purpose yep. as well right mm-hmm. so they're gonna they're, those dudes would be unhappy with the, the junk it's ones make, the crack. drafters <laughs> yeah. that want to have an amazing time drafting some of the bomb cards from forever ago yeah um very happy yeah and so this product has to straddle the fine line between being a fun draft set that people could play lots of times and also being an investment yeah. kind yeah. of thing uh, and also not be so expensive that it just like prices people out of even being able to get it. Yep. Um, so what drafting the set does is actually sell product to, to, to people who are coming into stores and they get to use it for something. And mm. then if they get some money rare or whatever, then they get to enjoy that as well. Yeah. Um, so, so that's why they seed these interesting draft archetypes. So, like, all those cards are from sets that came out 10 years apart. Yeah. Uh, Wild Mongrel came out in Odyssey. Faithless Looting came out in Dark Ascension. And Reckless Worm was, like, Future Sight or Planar Chaos or something. Mm. Um, those three cards work fantastically well together. Yeah. Because um, Faithless Looting's got Flashback. You can play it from the graveyard. Uh, Reckless Worm, you can just cast or you can play it with Madness. And Wild Mongrel is just, like, a great discard outlet yeah. or whatever and that's just three cards that will synergize amazingly well together in draft mm. and you're not unhappy to pull them and add them to your collection faithless leading gets played in in modern, in, in modern. yeah the other two don't but yeah. you know whatever <laughs> yeah. um and then at the rare slot in the same pack as as those you could open something cool like uh golgari grave troll or Towerend, which um is a really popular commander oh, card yeah. too yeah. So, like, the set's full of interesting stuff, but like I said, the the, the line is very fine to straddle. You can't put bomb tournament uh, and commander staples at every rare slot or break limited. Yeah. Like, so they have to put in some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, on, on the topic of like walking the fine line as well, it's a case of. Um, this is probably going to be one of those sets where people will end up rare drafting a lot more as well. Of course. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, which is, which happens in every set, mm. but probably more so for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that kind of like takes away from the spirit of the draft as well. Cause oh, yeah. yeah, you know, like a lot of people just end up saying, oh, I'll just pick what I want and I'll just drop 
which yeah. ha- which oh, happens a lot. Rare drafting is in rare picks after the draft. Oh, the, the other way around. Oh, the other way, yeah, where, where, where you just pick the yeah. rares and yeah. So that's why I don't I don't mind the the rare picks at the end. It sucks if you're not the, the best player, but it just means that you generally end up building decks that are more more fun to play. And yeah, yeah play, exactly. Yeah, rather yeah. than just sweeping up every money card. Every money card that comes across. Yeah, and, yeah. you hear people make those calls at a draft table, then you go, oh, I'm keeping this for money. Yeah. And you put it down yeah. and go, well, that's not, well, you're not playing the game, you know? Yeah. It's like, mm. play the game first. Yeah. With, like, that, with that being said, though, you did pay your entry fee, so you, you're more than welcome to do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, but, like, it sucks to open a Tarmogoyf and an amazing uncommon, oh, as much as it can suck to open a Tarmogoyf. You open a Tarmogoyf and an amazing uncommon. Is this Tarmogoyf really foil and deck. stamped? Yes, by yeah. the way. Added Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> $20,000 on eBay or whatever. Um, uh, and then you have to take the Goyf, even though it's a terrible limited card and you're not going to play it. Yeah. Like, really, you'd like to live in a world where you just get to keep everything that you opened, but you get to draft from this pool that everyone has. Yeah. But logistically, it's just really hard to, yeah. to yeah, yeah. do, which is what the Rare Picks thing is trying to emulate. You get your pick of the rares depending on how well you did by just drafting well. Yeah. yeah. But with a set like this, if you just and get you more likely... you never do badly just... in that, from my experience, because even if you come last, you get the eighth worst card at the table. Mm. Sometimes it drops off like amazing, really though. fast, but sometimes it's just all yeah. for eight cards are, are great. You know? But equally, if you're not the greatest player and you open a total bomb... And you just know that you're never going to see that card again. Yeah, and you have to hand yeah. it to the dude who smashed you. That's yeah, pretty rough. That yeah. Hurts. yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, we we answered a lot in the listener questions about cards we're excited to yeah. see reprints of, and cards we aren't excited to see reprints of. And I'm just keen to to draft it a bunch. Yeah, there's vexing, yeah, vexing devil, devil yeah. is getting reprinted. Yeah. Mm. Um, Gamble, Phyrexian Altar, Eldrazi Conscription. These are all like pretty sweet. Um, very, very good cards. Yeah, yeah, modern modern cards that a lot of these. Ruined Halo was a fifty, oh, sixty yeah. dollar card yeah. before, just because it had never been reprinted. So they know. Yeah, yeah. They, they, <laughs> they know. know the secondary what they're market doing. doesn't exist. Darren. Second market. What's no, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Secondary I just market. Got a, yeah. I just got a call. No, no, that's Wizards. They're saying that the secondary market doesn't exist. Oh, they oh heard yeah. They they even, I've never even they heard of they that. They didn't even use that term when they yeah. were saying to us. There's yeah. a guy who works in R&D, just loves ruined halos. <laughs> <laughs> I want this card, said Richard oh, Garfield. Back, yeah, back to basics. Mm, yeah, sure. We, we didn't know it was $100. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what are we going to do with this? We gonna, we'll probably be back in a month to do a... Ultimate Masters kind of draft review, kind yeah. of how it's traveling. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll just talk a bit about Ultimate Masters. Yeah. It'll be close to Christmas, and that'll it'll still be going. Like, it's still get a good month out out of it. Then won't the? Yep, because mm-hmm. it'll be uh, and then coming out in January, and then holy shit, Ravnica Legends drops <laughs> halfway through January. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, just well, we're having fun. This is good. It's not like we're in one of those moments where it's like, oh god, we're just going to see this through. Which was the entire time I spent with Ixalan, I was like, get me out of here. Oh god. Which yeah. is what Jace was saying when he was trapped on Ixalan as well. <laughs> yeah, that's why he was just walking around yeah. in, the, in the lands. Get well. me out of here. It was strange though, wasn't it? Because they tried to go for all the archetypes that people would like, you know, thinking, yeah. You know when we're talking about there's gonna be pirates, there's gonna be dinosaurs. Hey, ninjas might be there too. Yeah. It's like what could what could happen? Oh next? no, it's Merfolk. Uh, yeah, and then everyone played Merfolk. Mm. Yeah, it's Merfolk. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anything else to add about any any final pro tips on playing tournaments? Uh, things to look out for in Ultimate Masters. I mean, if you, I recommend the GP experience to everyone. 
even if you don't play the main event, as I said, it's quite grueling. But also, side you never really play a bunch of side events. Mm. You can just sign up for drafts like $15 drafts. You just play them over and over and over again. Yeah. You never get to do that anywhere else. <laughs> like, it's so good. Just yeah. rack up tickets and get some prizes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's a prize wall full of like different stuff like, you can buy. Plushies, like, like Jace plushies and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Shiny. Nice. This time they had shiny cards. So... Usually, if you win like 200 tickets, that's worth about 20 boosters. And I have to leave with boosters, and I hate boosters because <laughs> I'm very unlucky. Um, this time, they had foil basic land packs with Grand Prix stamped. Like, like, like the thing in them. And I was like, I got four of them instead of 20 booster packs, please. Yeah. Which I'm now not 100% sure was worth it, but they look nice. So. No, you like your foil. Yeah, much, much more than I like boosters. I hate yeah. boosters. <laughs> I love boosters. I, I never, suck. No, I've just never <laughs> lost. I've just never lost that. I love it. You just <laughs> love it. Yeah, I love it. All right. <laughs> you, like I said, Ravnica Legions comes out. If you'd like to alphabetize 12 boxes and see how you feel after that, that might, no, that you, might kill it for you. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about opening them. Oh, just <laughs> opening them for <laughs> fun. Oh, look what's inside. It's a Willy Wonka thing. It's a Willy Wonka thing every time. That's why I love the, I love the Masterpiece thing. Yeah. Because it was literally a gold ticket in some of them. Mm. Uh, oh, like a dollar twenty gold ticket. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh dear! All right. a sculpting steel. Let's mm. move on. We'll come back with a bit of flavor text. See if Zach can redeem himself from the uh, three points. I believe he's missing between Aaron's nine and his six. See you soon. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor. Flavor text. Taste the flavor text. Flavor text. As we vapingly, mephitically vape. Uh, is so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you three cards now. I'm going right. to give you the flavor text from them. Is the answer mephitic vapors? Fuck. <laughs> maybe for one of them. Oh no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I said maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. I don't know what the flavor text is. Oh, yeah. Just... Va- vaping mephitically. Oh yeah, vaping mephitically. Here we go. Right here we go. <laughs> flavor text. UMA. Number one. Oh, okay. you are, oh come on. <laughs> That's probably answered your mephitic vapors. Yeah. <laughs> if it comes for you, die boldly or die swiftly. For die, you will. Sounds like a line from a Conan movie, doesn't it? When it comes for you, die boldly. boldly. Or That sounds so edgy. That sounds, that sounds like a black card. Yeah. Or, or so edgy. die swiftly. For die, you will. Die, you will. Like said by a dude just... Deals with dying and death and just stuff every day, and it's just my regular life. And it's just well, ugh, I just don't care. I'm just gonna die and shit, you know. I read this recently, and I don't I'm not gonna worry about it at all. If it comes for you, die boldly or die swiftly. For die, you will. Sure. Flow text number two, Uma. That's in Thurman. None of these cards are Uma Thurman. <laughs> that, that's definitely what the next episode's called. Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah. Uma there, man. Uma there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Over here? No, Uma, Uma there, there, man. man. That <laughs> is deep. That's too many levels deep. You didn't, you didn't hear that here. So there's going to be a surprise in a month's time. <laughs> All right. Uma 2. Flavor text. She protects the sacred groves from blight, drought, and the unbeholden. She doesn't like Fords. I've read this flavor text many, many times. She oh, protects dear. the sacred groves from blight, drought, and the unbeholden. This is my favorite card I own in my collection. 
So you're showing off now. You know how he makes friends with people as he defeats them in, uh, in GPs? This is, me right fla- this is me just flexing. Uh, oh, I know the shit out of this <laughs> fucking yeah. text. Oh, let, let me tell you a backstory on this one. The yeah. Down Beholden... First was- printed in 2003. This count is... <laughs> oh, no. This count is... Uh, Got artwork by... It was, it was the answer to the Ford Falcon. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it, was a, it was a four-wheeled uh, car with... Um, Designed by family. Mark Rosewater and quoted, yeah. in a, quoted in an article by Mike Flores as the best... Mum and Dad oh. had a, a red... Oh, I almost told you what it was. <laughs> Mum and Dad had a red metallic version with suede seats in a, in a tan colour. <laughs> Question three. Uma, flavour text. Great devotion yields great reward. Great devotion yields mm. great reward. And this is not Lava too huge because reaches. you know there's only a limited amount of cards that yeah. have been spoiled for the Masters. So it's like... So this is three of them and it's three that have flavour text because there's plenty that don't. Yeah. Great devotion yields great reward. So we've got first one... If it comes for you, die boldly or die swiftly, for die you will. Uh, she protects the sacred groves from blight, drought, and the unbeholden. And great devotion yields great reward. To this day, in flavor text, after five years, I'm stunned that I haven't looked and just read out the card. <laughs> flavor text will happen one, one day. Mephitic vapors. Oh God! <laughs> I'm get another card. It's best of two. <laughs> You'd think it would have happened, especially as we've relaxed in later years and had a few beverages. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Seems like it would have got worse. All right, Zach, we're going to start off with you again because you're the guest. Yep. Uh, So question number one, Uma flavor text. If it comes for you, die boldly or die swiftly for die your will. What are you going with? I'm going to say goif. That's a silly answer. I also wrote time goif. Did you? Yeah. But you know what Tarmogoyf is. Is it what doesn't die grows the yeah. Tarmogoyf? I thought yeah. maybe they changed it to go along yeah. with the shitty new artwork. That That's what be, I thought as well. Yeah, and that would, yeah. I would have loved that. Because I would have... I'm, whew, then I'm, got, I'm really going to throw I've it away. Tricky, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's Balefire dry, Dragon. Balefire Dragon. Oh, oh yeah. that's getting reprinted. Yeah. Five oh. and a red red for a 6-6. Six, six oh, really? Dragonfly, oh. whatever Balefire Dragon deals. Combat damage to a player. It deals that much damage to each creature that player controls. That's a pretty Ooh. good card. Six mm. in the face and everything gets six. Yeah. It's a beefcake. Okay. Nobody got that? So we move on to... She protects the sacred groves from blight, drought, and the unbeholden. Aaron, confidently state... Noble Hierarch. What did you have, Zach? Oh, dear God. I put Mother of Runes. Oh, I fucking hope I'm right. I was very cocky otherwise. The answer is uh, Noble Hierarch. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, that would have been set up perfectly for you to get it wrong, but yeah. it's not. You're now on 10, Zach's on 6. And finally, uh, we've got Great Devotion Yields Great Reward. Zach, what have you got there? Devoted Druid. Because <laughs> that's all I could think of. It's got Devotion in the name. Yeah. Aaron? All right, Eldrazi conscription. Sagada, host of herons. Oh, great devotion. I didn't know. I've never noticed that yeah. that card has flavor text yeah, before. All right, that there was uh, oh, Ultimate Masters right. uh, flavor text. Uh, Aaron taking that one out 10 6. Yeah. <sighs> Let's call it uh, first GP tournament nerves for Zach. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're right back after this with a bit of uh, hot garbage. Hot, hot garbage. garbage. Aaron Graham. Oh. Aaron Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Hot gar- you know what I really hate in hot garbage? 
uh, knocking my microphone onto the floor whilst I'm doing signing nah, off. That's good. Aaron Graham, uh, hot garbage. Uh, the new booster pack smell actually washed over me horribly <laughs> as 850 people in the same room all opened their oh, sealed pool at oh, the Grand no. Prix. I was like, Wah! wow. <laughs> Hot I garbage. Usually, I usually can't drink bourbon or scotch, and I have tonight because the smell of the... The boost pack is so strong. It's really strong. I'm not into it. Change, Sent your cards, wizards. Sent your cards. Uh, that was hot garbage with Aaron Graham. Scratches, uh, yeah. Zachary Seau, hot garbage. Hot garbage? Yeah. I think the commander format is hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Someone had to say it. It's, it's, it's finally trash. It's, How many? Boo. We've, we've done probably 70 magic shows and finally someone said the whole format. I announced that to anyone who's willing to listen to me. Like, I hate... thing is, I hate the format, but I still build decks for it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fun, but it's, it's dumb. It's a dumb format. Yeah, I think it's wow. a very dumb format. Hot garbage this week. Uh, known as dumb formats. Uh, that was hot garbage. <laughs> oh, and I still hate Assassin's Trophy. Get over it. <laughs> Newts and tweens. Newts and tweens. Oh. Uh, where we talk about all the latest in uh, what's new in like pre- what's Which a tween? A tween is like someone who's somewhere just about but, to become a teenager. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And salamander news. So it could also be you know the hot brews that are happening in uh, Zach in Zach's the office next to Zach. Oh just, yeah, just have the big cauldron, and they just, just brew all day. News, <laughs> throw a small child in there. They're a tween. That's what Zach could say when he's at his office. They go, "What are you doing?" Go, "I'm just brewing," but they don't know he's just online looking at cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm brewing. Guilty. Just brewing all day long. <laughs> um, all right, what have we got in the uh, Neats and Toys department? Oh, in Perth Magic. Perth Magic. Got a couple of PTQs coming up. Feel and free, to, to, feel free be... to join in if you're in another state. Uh, you can send yeah. us through your Neats and Toys, and we will tell the news for you. But for now. Perth Magic. Perth Magic, Cannington, Good Games Cannington, PTQ, Standard, this Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get on down. This is what everyone's been practicing for. Uh, We have not, uh, we're about two weeks away from hearing the official announcement from Wizards over what is going to replace the PPTQ system and how that's going to be represented in local stores and what's going to happen in the future. I think, I have a feeling it's going to be good. No, good. That's not usually what they do. Because they, yeah. they've they been brewing it. I know, it's it's usually a f- giant mess. I mean, look giant, at the Magic Fest. Yeah, oh, God. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I, I'm confident about it for a couple of reasons. Yeah. One of which is the PPTQ system was just kind of working and they didn't need to can it. So obviously they feel like they had a better system. Yep. We also have six Pro Tours next year. So maybe they have just like... They've they've done two monthly brackets instead of season three month seasons for the for the PTQ thing. Um, I'm confident that something cool is going to come out of it. What that is, I have no idea. We'll see. Um, but until then, we have a few PTQ PPTQs left. Um, it got too long to say PPTQ. PPTQs. Yeah, we were used to PTQ, and then mm. PPTQ came out. And we're like too many P's. <laughs> um, this guy Reese, who's been playing more Magic recently because he quit Destiny, came in. And he's like. Hey, how did the PTPT P, yes. the PTPQ go? I and I was like, at. I was at a GP, and he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's a different P. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, and that qualifies you for the PRTQ. I was like, the Pro Regional yeah, Tour this qualifier. This is sort of bullshit that made us name our um, pre-release preparation podcast pack 
PPP show. The PPP show. Just adding the piece because of this stupid PPTQ thing. Anyway, yeah. So PPTQs are still on. Sorry. Still on, yeah. Cannington. 24th. Saturday the 24th, 24th of yeah, November. Be 24th Saturday. Of November 2018. <coughs> and then um, we have our first and now only PPTQ at Good Games Morley, which is owned by Neats and Twos PTY LTD, as yeah. registered on the Australian Business uh, Register. Yeah, we're, um, in, we're in the Neats and Twos segment right now. That is standard as well. That's on December the 14th, and it will be part of our Morley... Big weekend. Big weekend. Big oh, mo- the big big mozza weekend. Big mozza weekend. It's like a big sandwich. Yeah, mozza. <laughs> big mozzarella Two weekend. Two big slabs of bread. Maybe I like to think of them as olive bread. Then a couple of slices of ham. And, and then a, a PTQ game, in the middle. And a PTQ and some lettuce and, and it's a bit a... of mortadella. Oh, sprinkle of pepper. Yeah, uh, mustard. Mm. Oh, yeah, and then uh, maybe uh, uh, a destiny game or a game of dice yeah. masters. Bit of key forge in Tomato. there in the middle too. Yeah. And just all together. Mm. Oh, <laughs> delicious. Tasty good. Will yeah, you be tasty there? Good. Which one? The, 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 the one. The PPTQs. <laughs> I'm not going to be the one this weekend, so... Where are you going? I'm, I'm going to China, actually. Oh, really? for how long? Yeah, for a couple of weeks. Oh, right. yeah. wow. When would you but, fly? Uh, this is interesting. I'm flying This is Friday? Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Friday, Friday night. He says it with an air of mystery, like, Friday? Like, I, I fly on a Friday. <laughs> is, it, is it one of the weird mid ninety ones? <laughs> is this one of these? Yeah, ch- I was like, technically Friday. Oh, I technically it might have been one Saturday. of those Chinese superstition things where it's like, I'm flying, on a chi- I'm flying to China on a... Friday? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm cursed. Cursed oh, forever. It's never going to land. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we're in the number three. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever the unlucky four. one is. Number four. four yeah. yeah. My wedding anniversary. Remember? Four, 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 four. Oh, I had, dear. I had Asian, um, I had Asian groomsmen. And they were like, they were not ah, happy. No. This ain't going to last. Why are we committing to this? <laughs> should get married on the 8th of August in 2008. 2008. Anything. Mm, anything. Eight, yeah. You just got to do it. If you, this is a pro tip for getting married. Because when you go insane, or demented, let's say, you get dementia, and they ask you tricky questions at the hospital, like, what's your name? Who's the prime minister? I don't know who the prime minister is now <laughs> in Australia. Because they fucking change all the time. And you remember oh, when you used Scomo. to know... Oh, I was like... Scomo? Oh, yeah. I've never even heard that name before. Yeah, Scott Morrison. Yeah. Oh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> the newspapers like, love to call him Scomo. Who's the, pre- who's the Premier of the state? Remember when you used to know that? And it used to be a thing? And now... Oh, do you know? Is this to Colin Barnett? I don't know. Like, we know about the American politicians. Then the local politics. Yeah. You got, you're demented, and they, they get you in the hospital, and they ask you things, and they're going to test you as to whether you're going to get into a nursing home or not. Sometimes they say... What's your wedding anniversary? My brother was married on the first or the second or the third. I thought that's genius. So I went. Or it for makes a- him look like a crazy person. He's like first, second, third. Like, <laughs> he does draw himself yeah. a lot. So I went looking for dates, and I came up with. I got. I found the fourth of the fourth of fourth was on a weekend. I was like. Get up, we're getting married. (laughs) So that when I become demented, yeah, it's all a big plan. So I never forget my wedding anniversary. So I'm like, oh my god, when you know when you have that shock, you're like, when's the birthday for the the anniversary? I just go, when's the anniversary? Oh, it's okay. (laughs) Four, four, four. Four, four, four. Wow, we talked about that a lot. I'll get in touch. If you want to, oh, we'll have to give you, I don't know. If you, I mean, have you got any Half Magic Nerd badges slash Seven Line Hand badges yet? No, I haven't got oh, any. Oh, no. you're about to get adorned. Oh, get bestowed sweet. upon Bestowed you. upon. Yeah, we're, we're going to give uh, Zach his first uh, uh, badge. I don't think it'll be a Half, maybe it'll be a Half Magic Nerd badge. We'll see. We'll see if he's been good to us. Mm. <laughs> we found, we found a, a, there's only about six or seven left in the world. 
that we will that, that we have. <laughs> we have advertising tool hot garbage the the shit charging badger podcast badges got went it straight out the door it's everyone requested so, those it's so cute um, I think it was because I said there was shit everyone went <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, the shit <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, get in touch, podcast at sevenlinehand.com if you've got anything to send through to us. Uh, we have had knob picks. They were pictures of doorknobs. So <laughs> thinking of that joke, it's already been done. <laughs> um, I didn't know that happened. That's very funny. Yeah, that did happen. That's great. Uh, we, we, we screen, we, we, we shelter you from the sort of Oh, stuff thank you. Yeah. yeah, very kind. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll be back in a fortnight with our review of Detective, a modern crime board game. I By Ignacy. Yeah, you might need to come down to this just so you can pronounce his name. You want to be in on this, but I don't know if you've got the time. Just have a check. Hopefully, you've got to come and play. I'm very keen for it because I've heard it's a, it's a hoot. But it yeah, is, it is a hoot, and you mm. should get your get your get your board gaming around it. Mm. So, where are you going in China? When is the music will play any second now? So we'll um, talk, talk <laughs> China. You're going to China. Whereabouts in China? Because we just think of it as one massive thing. Yeah, it's split it, up into bits. No, we're just we, going to, we go to call the, it one big China. One big China. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what we call it. <laughs> He's going to say, "I'm going to so Nepal." Oh, I'm going to Hong Kong and get all controversial. Oh, oh that's where the controversy that's, comes That's out. more of an Anthony Lee joke. He just loves to say that over the and over one again. The one-China policy. He loves yeah. thumbing his nose. <laughs> like, sort of Taiwan as part of one big China. So funny. you seen the Dave Chappelle bit when he's laughing at Dave, uh, Donald Trump for, um, you know, he took a, when he was newly elected, hmm. he took a call from the Taiwanese president and uh, <laughs> talked to him for a while. And then uh, he found out that America uh, adheres to the one China policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dave Chappelle's like, oh, shit, that guy's going to be in trouble now. What an idiot. You know, he had a good laugh and everyone's laughing at him. And, like, no one was there to advise him that you don't take the call. It's not the policy of how America operates with China and all this kind of stuff. And he said, later on that night, I was going to sleep and I had to admit, I didn't know that shit either. (laughs) (laughs) Some good stuff. Uh, That's a Netflix tip. What's speaking of Dave Chappelle, he's great. Speaking of Anthony, he just sent me a message with a question I do not know the answer to. What was the question? What was the question? Who is a harsher judge? I think on on me, Donald, Anthony, or my mother. (gasps) Oh. I do not know. Oh, you know what? They both know how to cut me to the bone (laughs) using only their words. This this is perfect. Tune into the next episode of Seven Line Hand or the next extra. When we'll have my mother on to talk about my magic career. We'll have Aaron's mom and Anthony on at the same time. Can Aaron's ego survive what it? What would that even be like? Oh, God. My oh ego my would God. just be destroyed by the great. Just three hours of grilling you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. All right, well, I think that's it. Yeah. Good night, Good night. everybody. Good, Good night. night.